Jack of All Nerds is recorded in front of a dead studio audience. Welcome back to more cooking with Bane. Oh, you think grilling is your ally? Now's not the time to sear. That comes later. <laughs> and now for a candid moment with the director of the upcoming Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, Zack Snyder. I like dicks. I like dicks. Now at Olive Garden, our all-you-can-eat breadsticks are fast and furious. When you're here, you're family. Next season on Game of Thrones. Wait, what, they're all dead? Everyone in Westeros is dead? Uh, yep. Yeah, they're all dead. Did you have a plague? Nope, nope, no plague. Uh, they actually, they killed each other. Yeah, so that happened. He is the most uninteresting man in the world. I don't always drink beer, but when I do, I prefer Tres Equis. Stay thirsty, my friends. Are you the doctor? Uh, no, I'm the nurse. Where is he? Due to explicit content, listener discretion is advised. You've been listening to The G-Spot, where we play nothing but Kenny G classics for a two-hour block of time. Up next on Chaotic Radio, the Jack of All Nerd Show with Michael, Derek, John, and sometimes Sam. Hello and welcome to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. I'm the Jack of All Nerds, Michael Maxwell. Uh, I have no normal co-host tonight. Normally it would be Sam filling in for Derek, uh, but instead I have... Mike and Danny filling in for Sam, Woo! filling in for Derek. Can I be Sam? Sure. <laughs> I don't want to be Derek. <laughs> Nobody wants to be Derek. Okay, then you guys switch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all of it, both of you are already blacker than he is, so it's, you know, that's what it is. Oh, Derek or Sam? <laughs> no! Yes. Uh, no, my in-studio guest tonight, Mr. Michael Glennie, the, the man who signs the checks from the Roadhouse. Roadhouse! And uh, and Danny Anthony, the man who gets checks signed to him by Four Color Fantasies. <laughs> Woo! Four Color Fantasies. <laughs> and uh, also filling in the booth tonight, the host of the Blaine Humble Show on Chaotic Radio, Blaine Humble's Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for filling in, sir. Uh, you're welcome. Anytime. So tonight we're... Uh, I, although I will say, by yes. the way, before you go too far, yes, um, you picked a hell of a night to need me. Oh, because of the premiere of yes. something? Yes. I've heard it's not that great, so. Well, which means I'm going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard it was really slow. Uh, all the reviews I've seen said that uh, it was uh, it was okay, but just super slow. What is it? Oh, it. The thing with the, the you know, the, the show with the, with with the, the guy, guy and the thing. The, yeah, and the thing and the people. Yeah. They do that stuff. It's the new one with the monkey. Yeah. Okay. Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, that show. Yes, yeah. is, is tonight. It premieres tonight. Oh, I didn't know what you're talking about either. I just didn't want to be the one who <laughs> be the, be the, be the I, jackass that asks. In, uh, in Glenn, he's like, I will not be the stupid one. Nope. I know mm-hmm. exactly what you're talking about. In point of fact, uh, I didn't know what we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yes, yes. Yeah, so well, thank you for postponing that. Blaine to be here with us. No problem. Unless you're just going to do like John and just w- w- watch it while we're on yeah, air. No. Just fuck off. And- In the background, you hear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe that just happened. What? No. He died already? He's in this? This must be a flashback. He's dead already. <laughs> uh, no, tonight it's uh, we're going to be a little bit uh, all over the place. Uh, we've got a couple of topics. We're going we're gonna to talk some video games. But more importantly, we're going to talk video game movies. Ooh. And 
uh, we're actually going to pick a franchise, a video game franchise that we would, that has not been made into a movie yet, right? Is that yeah? That yeah. was the and we're gonna we're gonna pick one that we would like to see made into a movie and what our dream cast of that would be. Uh, and we're also gonna we do have a little embarrassing moment tonight, and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna mention our. Uh, like a guilty pleasure movie that the rest of the world has pretty much said is unwatchable, and we're going to have to defend ourselves <laughs> as to why we enjoy it. Yeah, really digging down right now. <laughs> uh, and, you know, whatever else comes up as well. Sit around and talk Boing. about the first thing that comes up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's, uh, let's kick this thing off, as we always do, by talking about the sponsors. Uh, we just happen to have uh, a representative in the house. Do you wanna you wanna do this ad or should I? <laughs> Your voice sounds so much better than mine. Thank you. <laughs> Perfect timing on that plane. Perfect. That's yeah. also something you have up on John. <laughs> the sound effects they'll come in like a minute after. Like where was the applause? Uh, hold on, and then it happens. Son of a bitch. Like punchline. No, that didn't work, right? I'm sorry. Oh, damn it. Like punchline. Thirty seconds later, the drum symbol hit. <laughs> Anyway, anyway. <laughs> the Etiwanda Roadhouse. 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 So I like how you didn't even roadhouse road, your own establishment. Roadhouse. <laughs> road, road, road road, roadhouse. <laughs> Conveniently located <laughs> on the 210 freeway at the Date Creek exit. Uh, I mean, not like literally right there on the corner because that would be weird. You have to take a few turns. Yes, a couple. But it's close. But it's still conveniently located. It is. <laughs> a few turns off the Day Creek exit. It is. Uh, they have nightly food specials, drink specials, live entertainment, pub trivia. You still doing that? We still do pub trivia. Fantastic. Yeah. Karaoke. Still doing that? Karaoke. Still doing karaoke. Live entertainment. Still, still doing, doing it? live entertainment. All right. You but are that's... on the ball today, Woo! Mr. Maxwell. <laughs> Mainly because I say the same five things every time I mention no, it's, it's it. What about that roadhousey stuff you do there? You still doing that? The roadhousey stuff. You have a nightly brawl? No. Nightly roundhouse kick contest. <laughs> we have a Patrick Swayze hair night. That is a great idea. I the, love that the idea. Do you guys have any of the chicken wire in front of the band? <laughs> no, they took that down. Too many people died last time. <laughs> Glenn, don't you just want to put like a chicken wall, chicken fence wall up there one time just for shits and giggles? Yeah. So the people walk in and be like, Just, what is that on, on, on Patrick Swayze hair? Like throw, the, like, throw the band in there and be like, all right, you guys ready? Go. And then just, like, close the gate. That's what I was thinking about that. That would, What would be sad about it is that there's no other way off the stage. Yes. Well, be, that, and yeah. I think I think the band would just be like, what kind of place did we sign up for? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go on break. We'll be back in 15. Yeah. Where? <laughs> right, we're just going to be right here. Right, we're just going to sit here for 15 minutes. Can, can somebody bring us water? <laughs> You put and then a straw through the have a little have a little trough like a little chicken trough in the front. I like this idea. Yeah, I think it's great. I, I would go out and buy like a mullet wig or whatever to do Patrick Swayze hair. Night. I like Patrick Swayze hair night. Isn't it cool? It's cool to have ambiance these days, right? Exactly, exactly. You get like a you get like a discount if you if you come in with Patrick Swayze hair. You have to come in Patrick now Swayze or hair. when he was in the movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see, that went too far, dude. No, no, no. Too yeah, far. That's comedy. Look, if you've got the gall to go dig him up to see what his hair looks like right now and come in like that good for you <laughs> is, is that going to be this year's like uh cosplay uh blend patrick swayze zombie i've been looking for a cosplay <laughs> so who knows maybe he'll be on the uh, fear of the walking dead tonight well, there you go wearing a nice red po like polo shirt <laughs> some khakis <laughs> 
Uh, so, what, what? You guys got anything special events? Anything coming up? Going um, on? actually, this this uh, coming Sunday, a week from today, um, we're doing a big fundraiser. It's called uh, Chip Away at Cancer. It benefits. Um, I forgot the actual institution, but it's a uh, fighting childhood cancer. Uh, it's like a golf tournament. Uh, pretty much everyone's already signed up, but if you want to come by the bar around like one thirty-two ish, you can buy a barbecue plate or uh, participate in raffles and auctions for some cool items. Awesome. And it all benefits child cancer. The, the fighting of child <laughs> cancer. Oh, no. We support it. <laughs> child cancer. Anything to get the IRS off your back, Mike. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> All right. And also, check out The Dinner Detective, uh, America's largest interactive murder mystery dinner show. Uh, enjoy a fabulous four-course meal while solving a hilarious murder investigation. And speaking of The Dinner Detective... <laughs> This coming Thursday, August 27th, uh, 27th, uh, we, uh, we're actually our, the Ontario slash Claremont location is having auditions. So if you're a thespian in the uh, Inland Empire or whatever, even if you're in like Los Angeles and you want to make the drive, I guess. Or even if you're not a thespian. Yeah. You know, if you're just a crazy person who likes to shout at people. Looking for some part-time work, you know. You're an accountant who's bored. <laughs> Uh, we were ha- we're having open auditions. It will be held at the DoubleTree uh, by Hilton Claremont. Uh, I don't have that address, but we'll post it up on the on the Facebook page, Jack of All Nerds. And uh, it'll be from six to eight p.m. All you got to do is uh, bring yourself, preferably a resume and a headshot. I mean, you can just write some stuff on a paper bag. I don't care, <laughs> as long as you have a way to contact you and prepare a one-minute comedic monologue. Now, I cannot stress. The word comedic enough because I some people just don't get the memo. They come in and they're like, do you have a comedic monologue? Yeah. And then they launch into like to be or not to be <laughs> yeah, like Hamlet. that is not. It's, uh, the president's speech from Independence Day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think you'd actually like that. <laughs> I would. I would. Uh, I mean, I guess. Would repeating any one of Donald Trump's recent uh, speeches, would that be considered comedy? That yes. Would, that would count. Yes, it would. You might actually win the room. With Especially that. if you wore Donald hair. But you do it as uh, – Can you have a Donald hair night at uh, – Donald hair. Donald Trump hair night? Any toupee will get you <laughs> sure. a free drink. Okay. What about Patrick Swayze <laughs> talking like Donald Trump insulting Mexicans? How are, are we, how are we, how are we looking? As Bill Cosby. <laughs> With a Hitler mustache. You're taking the dinner detective down a dangerous road. <laughs> anyway. It's all for cancer, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> for child cancer. Support child cancer. <laughs> Roadhouse. I know for that the joke. Standing O. I'm just going to go back on the, the Roadhouse page tonight, and there's going to be so much hate from people who didn't get it. Like, <laughs> Fuck the Roadhouse. They like kids with cancer. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. And, um, yeah, so for more information just about The Dinner Detective, visit thedinnerdetective.com, and if you're purchasing tickets for the Ontario location, use the promo code CRIME to get a $5 discount. And, of course, for Color Fantasy's comic book store, located in Rancho Cucamonga, California. For more information, visit fourcolorfantasies.com or visit them on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash 4CFRancho, and both of those are with the number 4, not with the words spelled out. Uh, great store, a lot of good events. In fact, just yesterday, yeah, we had our Star Wars art show. Good turnout, amazing turnout. Um, lots of great pieces. Um, you guys had like a like a Death Star facade, right? Yeah, In we had a Death Star the, facade. Looked amazing. And I mean, I mean, sculptures, paintings, pretty much 
mostly all media except for I think TV or video. Mm-hmm. But great stuff, man. Just really impressed. And uh, are tickets already on sale for uh, Star tickets? Wars? I believe go on sale next Saturday for Star Wars. That's right. Star and Wars. like always, uh, Geek Club has first dibs, and then the week after, it's open to general public. Awesome. For what Star Wars movie? They, they do a they do their own private screening of. I don't know if you've ever heard of this thing called Star Wars. It's a small scale, I know. No, but, Captain uh, Kirk's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totes. Yeah, so. <laughs> I can't believe I just said totes. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> totes my goats. kill me. <laughs> Pretty much assume that that will be clipped and reused yes! at nauseum. Woo! A little sound bit. <laughs> totes. It will be. And every show is just going to be like, totes. 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 Dinner detective. Totes. totes. <laughs> Derek has Roadhouse. When I'm hey. here, totes. You know what? Do what you got to do, Blaine. YOLO. Am I right? <laughs> There's another one. There's another one. There's another one right there. <laughs> Oh, that was that was a freebie. If you could mix in Fleek at some point here, we'd hit the trifecta, and I would ju- I'll just go home. I'm gonna drop the headphones and go home. I almost I don't beat need- up a kid one time for saying Fleek to me because I didn't understand it. <laughs> That's a true story. You don't have to understand it. I- All you have to know is that currently we are on Fleek. <laughs> there you go, Blaine. Thank you. Have a nice ride home. I'm out, dude. I'm out. <laughs> y'all, y'all hit the switches. I'll see you later. Lock the door. No commercials tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm good. I got what I need. I literally almost beat a kid up. He said my beard was on fleek, and I thought he was talking shit. It probably was. <laughs> he probably didn't understand what it meant. By the time he was on the ground with my foot in his mouth, he explained the situation. You could understand him with a foot in his mouth? I have many talents. Okay. Your, your standpoint on child cancer is really starting to become apparent. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Got dark. Anyway. Real quick. John's not even here. But I like dark meat. So anyway. Um... <laughs> I'm going to start another three-pack. Three <laughs> <laughs> Got another one. Just sit here and record. <laughs> anyway, uh, back on point, the, I think w- the message we were trying to get on across freak. is that uh, Four Color Fantasy is going to have tickets on sale for Star Wars. Uh, no, they'll have a, they're going to do a private screening of Star Wars, yep. The Force Awakens, in I'm a, December. I'm going to do that this week with Chris at Four Color. I'm just going to walk in and look around and just like quietly just go, Oh, hell yeah, this place is on fleek. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> And he'll politely ask you to leave the store. <laughs> He's going to look at me and cock his head back and just kind of like, what What are you doing? Just pointing. Just a point at the door. <laughs> kindly. Kindly leave. Kindly. No, he, he, I don't think he would say kindly. No. <laughs> Rudely leave. <laughs> it's Chris. He would just be like, get the fuck out. True. So anyway, yeah. Uh, so again, next next weekish. Yeah, next weekish. I think, I think next Saturday they might already actually be on sale. The best way for you to find out is to go to our store and hey. ask if we have tickets. Yes, absolutely. Because nobody tells me nothing. And uh, they run about about twenty five bucks. Uh, I think they're going to be thirty dollars because one. we're getting like the super big Some theater extra this time. Stuff and involved. Yeah, yeah, you get a goodie bag, t shirt, raffle ticket, raffle ticket, and you get to pick your seat. Woo! Yeah. But so don't be the last one. Yeah, you don't want to be the last person. But don't pick your friend's seat. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> that's, that's, that's actually kind of gross. Oh, all right. Well, I guess that was the point. Anyway, so moving right along. Current events, fellas. I got nothing. Absolutely nothing. Well, thanks. Thank you so much. <laughs> Roadhouse is having a fundraiser this coming Sunday. <laughs> Roadhouse for um, childhood cancer. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I can tell you this much: uh, the Arrow apparently is is wrestling at SummerSlam today. So, oh yeah, 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 oh, Mel, yeah, yeah. And I, I've already heard spoilers. Uh, John Stewart has turned heel. 
That's terrible. That is absolutely terrible. But I don't even know if it's a heel because he turned heel by, again, spoilers, by hitting John Cena with a chair. And that that's a good thing in my book. Wait, I don't follow it anymore. John Stewart, as in... The comedian and host of the Daily he's, Show. He's... Former host. Former host. He's on WWE oh, right now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's hosting SummerSlam. Oh, yeah. that's what he's doing. Because he's not getting, you know, he's not getting yeah. Daily Show money Look, bo- bottom line, because this started before while he was on The Daily Show... He, look, they're nerds. He's a nerd. They're nerd friendly, I guess. You know, so he got. There's a particular wrestler that he was doing stuff with beforehand, and I'm sure that led to this whole event. And a baby. Hey, if 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 Trump can get into the wrestling arena, why can't John Stewart? Okay. I'm not against wrestling. I was a big wrestling fan back when it was good. <laughs> And when, when was that? Just to be clear. <laughs> Attitude era. Attitude era. I would love to know, like, what. Yeah, what actually made that good in today's sucks? Shut Please. The fuck up, like. <laughs> I thought you were leaving. <laughs> I don't need any rational reason. It's the same reason why our music 15 years ago is better than this shit today. <laughs> I'm with you on that. All right. I didn't realize I invited an angry old man into the show tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, your beard is on fleek. There's twice. All right. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I know what it means now. <laughs> and mine's not? That's cool. All right. No. I'll be over here. You can't have the Diet Coke of beers. Not at all. <laughs> um, yeah, so look, there's something you wanted to talk about that's not really uh, along with what we're going with tonight, so I figure we mention it during current events. You you had asked if we knew anything about the upcoming Power Rangers movie. Oh, yeah. I, I was just asking yeah. if you had well, discussed that Let's elaborate upon that. I think I'm the only person I know that's actually not looking forward to it. Not looking forward to it. Because everyone I know is like, yeah, fucking Power Rangers. Meh, meh, meh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so meh, meh, meh. Is it uh, – so I, I know nothing about this. Neither so is I. it a – is it supposed to be like a reboot of like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Yes. It's Mighty Morphin. It's because um, I, I mean read... that does make a difference. If they were like, "Hey, we're making Dino Thunder," I'd be like, "What the fuck ever?" Like, who cares? <laughs> no, it's it's a uh, back to like I think I'm not sure if it's a reboot or a prequel or something, but it, it is the same characters: Jason, Trini, Kimberly. I just think new, new, obviously new cast. Obviously, no. <laughs> well, the thing is, what... hey, Jason David Frank can still fucking do it. All right, I'm just saying. He still looks like he's he 17. could rock. <laughs> he could rock the ponytail again. <laughs> I think he has some legal troubles he's working on right now, though, doesn't he? Does he? Yeah, I really? believe so. I uh, know. I know he's got like he's fighting like uh, was it uh one of the airlines, uh, U.S. Airways or something like that? Because For... he got into a big old argument because they told him to put his phone away on the. On oh, the I remember something like that. I forgot what it was about. For no reason, they just said put your phone away. He was like doing like a Instagram or yeah. Snapchat something, and they yelled at him. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Oh yeah, we're yeah. we're we're friends on Facebook. Are you? Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> he looks at all my stuff. I'm sure. No, he really does. Yeah, I see his likes all the time. There you go. So fuck you, Mike. <laughs> Bitter much? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. Just uh, I remember when we, the last time I was here, we were talking about the uh, the little fun adult version of the Power Rangers that what's his name? Made. Right, and I know you mentioned that he didn't like that. Yeah, he wasn't particularly a fan, and he mentioned. In his little thing about it, that he is going to be in the Saban, 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 Saban. That you say? Yeah, sure. Uh, the Saban. You're white, man. Say it how you want it. <laughs> That's what it'll be. Uh, the Saban version. I call him Saban. Saban. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, the S word. Hi, I'm Saban. 
Say it with a German accent. Hi, I'm Summer. I just thought it'd be better that way. Anyway, this is really we're just going off the rails all the time. We don't really are. Anyway, have you ever done this show before? Like once. Yeah, we're pretty much actually on format tonight, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> how it goes. Uh, but no, um, he was saying that how the Saban version of it, he was actually going to be a part of, and it was going to be like child friendly. Mm-hmm. And that's what he was all about. And then when they introduced it, I read something like the character Tommy's not even in it apparently. Yeah, it's just the original. It's five. The original five. What? And that's where I was like, okay, he was all about it, and he's the only actor from the original series that's kind of prevalent right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just kind of threw me off. Not to mention, if it's gonna be family friendly, I could dig that. But I kind of liked the whole. I'm a fan of like the gritty reboots, and I think that would be really badass. But they're gonna keep it family friendly and. I think it's going to be one of those movies that I'll go see it, and I'm not really like with the movies. I don't like family-friendly shit. Mm-hmm. So I just don't – I think it'll be kind of like the Ninja Turtle movie mm-hmm. where it'll be good aspects, but overall it's going to be made for kids. The kids don't know better. It's going to be shit, but the kids will like it. But all the true old Power Ranger fans are not. Yeah. That's what I think. I, well, look, as long – And that's literally knowing nothing about it. That's if, just me speculating. As long as it's more – and I know, I know that the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie – uh, is is not the greatest thing ever. Are we talking about the old movie? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. the old movie. But as long as it's more that and less Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, yeah, then I I'm think, okay with that. I yes. think we'll be okay. So if they use Ivan Ooze again, I'm on board. That's a great. Villain. That's one of my favorite villains of all time. Yeah. Well, fortunate he's going to be in uh, X Men Apocalypse. There you so go. Yeah. Go. <laughs> Channing Tatum as Jason the Red Ranger. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> Seth Rogen as Alpha Five. The, the worst part about that is that I can now picture him as the Red Ranger. Like, he, oh yeah, he oh, fits no. the bill. Oh, on Channing that. Tatum the Red Ranger. Uh, Michael B. Jordan as the Black Ranger. I would support Michael B. Jordan. I, I think Channing I would too. Channing Tatum. I'm being sarcastic. Michael B. Jordan. I'm okay. We're speaking about casting movies. Let's cast the new one. Yeah. All right. I'm so down. So Ronda Rousey is the Pink Ranger. No, you <laughs> I feel don't, like she don't, be a you don't want a Pink Ranger that can whoop everyone to <laughs> ass. She doesn't know gymnastics. <laughs> Not nearly emotional enough. You need to put Kristen Stewart in there. Oh. <laughs> Kristen Stewart. Hold on, Kristen Stewart as Rita, but not the voice. The voice over. <laughs> With Fran Drescher's voice <laughs> over Kristen Stewart as Rita. And make my monster grow. <laughs> wow. <Jesus. laughs> wow. Oh. Many talents. Uh, who, so who's Billy? Billy. Um, I'm going to throw this out Jesse there. Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> <laughs> or Michael no, Sarah. Well, Michael Sarah. <laughs> I actually had something in my head and made me forget him. Well, but the thing is, like, the, the Michael actor Sarah who does played that. Billy was actually in good shape. They just, you know, he put glasses on him. So and he looked all so dorky. Stephen Amell with glasses. <laughs> there you go. Or you might just make it Clark Kent from the new Superman movie. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Who's Trini? Um, oh, God. Hmm. Uh, Lucy Liu? I, I don't know. <laughs> no, who's that, that, that Wendy Wu homecoming warrior chick? Who? What? what? People. And I, no, I wasn't trying. I wasn't saying who, like like a last name. Uh, who just, you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, she was in um uh blah, 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 the Social Network. The, the, the Asian chick from the Social I Network. Did, that's did, all. I, that's all I know. Her. I don't know her name. Movie. Yeah, neither did I. Yeah. I spent enough time on the Social Network. I didn't want to see a movie oh, okay. about how it was fucking made. What about the uh, Bre- Brenda Song? Yes, I was gonna suggest the um, crazy chick from Kill Bill. 
who serves Lucy Lou. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She swings the chain. I would down. honestly, I would probably go with Maggie Q if I had to pick. Mainly because she, she can't play teenager man. She does it for me. Um, <laughs> not neither. When did well, Kill Bill keep, come out? Like, you, have keep, <laughs> you, know, you have to keep this in mind. Whoever we pick for Trini ends up dying. Yeah. So you don't want to send someone to their death. But that's in real life. Come on now. Oh, I was just, I'm just, you know, thinking ahead. <laughs> It's a cursed role, man. Zordon. Is it? It's a cursed role. Zordon. I say you get the guy who played Bulk to be Zordon. They have about the same face shape. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking. I was thinking like Morgan Freeman. Why can't we have a black <laughs> Zordon? We're being. It's a progressive world we're in now. <laughs> well, the, could we? Could we have more? Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say you can't ever like the way he's always wavy. <laughs> you can't see his mouth, so you could have Morgan Friedman's either face or voice, voice has to with be a voice. different face. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like Alpha Five. <laughs> Let's have Morgan Freeman voice with Kevin Hart body. <laughs> Alpha, I need teenagers with attitude. <laughs> yes. Did you see somebody put that uh, poster up? It might have been on one of your feeds that I saw it. That uh, it shows Zordon. And it says Alpha. I need. Uh, all right, so who plays Bulk? Mm. If, if Channing Tatum's not going to be playing the Red Ranger, I say Channing Tatum is Bulk. I'm okay with that. Really? Yeah, and Jonah yeah. Hill is Skull. You, you don't see that the other way around? Yeah, was, this <laughs> is nope. an ironic. Nope. Nope. ironic I, I want it the way I want it. <laughs> Just like that. All right. So I don't know how this happens, but it seems like uh, we did we did something about uh, the usual suspects, and it turned into like all, all the same people. Like it was like Paul Rudd and, and Jonah Hill, and like it was like, oh, this is if uh, what's his face had made it. I, what's that director's Judd, name? Judd Apatow. Yeah, it was like if Judd Apatow had directed the usual suspects. Is that what's turning this is turning into? If Judd Apatow directed the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Oh uh, yeah. If that was the case, Craig Robinson would be the Black Ranger, <laughs> or Zordon, <laughs> or Alpha Five. <laughs> Or just all three. Or just everyone. <laughs> Craig Robinson is the Power Rangers. <laughs> if, if Craig Robinson was all three and they did nothing to try to disguise him, and just he just, just showed up. Yes, just a shirt. It's a different shirt. So much sweat. A different rag. <laughs> a different colored rag. <laughs> so let me ask you this, okay? You're, you have a big budget to make a new Power Rangers movie, okay? Do you have the aliens attack... Just Angel Grove or the entire planet? I don't understand the question. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is no other. There's just Angel Grove. They only attack Angel Grove. Because that's clearly the key to taking <laughs> over the, the world is attacking the same spot over and over again. <laughs> yes. Right where your enemies are. <laughs> where they're going to be waiting for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Hmm, where should we attack Earth? Right where they could stop us. <laughs> I think I think if they want to make a good movie, they would they would take it all over the world because I mean they have teleportation powers, but they yeah. teleport to the same damn place every episode. So and then if we're being serious, it could be dramatic because now the Power Rangers have to split up yeah. to fight everything. And yeah, as we know, teamwork is the only way to win. <laughs> and if they can't have that, what do they have? <laughs> well, they got giant fucking Zords. <laughs> yeah, I they guess. got giant robots, uh, lethal weapons, martial arts skills. I'm but just saying it's a it's a really good resume. You know, it's a lot of bladed weapons, but no one ever gets fucking stabbed in that show. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you need the sparks and everything. Oh. Yeah, that's all. That's all bladed weapons do. Is they create spark effects and knock people to the ground. That's it. <sighs> You've been using them wrong all these years. I know, man. 
It's because uh, that's what happens when you use nerf weapons, guys. It's just I'm saying, like, get some. They get really some real should upgrade. Shit. Zordon's a cheap motherfucker. You <laughs> <laughs> should really upgrade those. But I'm just saying, like, spread yes, yeah, spread the devastation out. How many times has Angel Grove been destroyed by giant robots <laughs> fighting giant monsters? Can I derail More the conversation? Time, oh, God, here we go. More no, times no. than Godzilla. I'll tell you that much right now. How many times has Godzilla destroyed Angel Grove? <laughs> None. <laughs> Holy shit. Why not? I don't know. Because he's busy working on Tokyo. Touche. <laughs> uh, so you had you had a point. You had a point to make there, Mike. Uh, no, it's petty. It's petty. We're not beyond petty. <laughs> okay, I know. I talked to you about it. Uh, remember that idea that we had uh, some years back, uh, where it'd be like a reality show, kind of like The Office, mm-hmm. and it was going to be shot in an Angel Grove city, and it's about the citizens. And I think I wanted you to play the um, construction company CEO. Who makes millions of dollars because he rebuilds the city every week? <laughs> you recall this at all? I do remember okay. a conversation. About so there's this, this yeah. whole idea. I know you know DJ. DJ was helping. We're we're gonna try to make it a web series, kind of a funny thing. Never came to be. Who posted that? Was that Corey that posted that online? So one of our friends posted online like a week ago that apparently NBC is in pre-production on doing the exact same thing, but in Gotham. And I was furious because like that was my idea like four years ago. So like a so not. But not like Gotham, the show that's already not showing. I, I'm not sure if it's going to be linked, but it's going to be a comedic series shot like The Office, like a, a mockumentary style about citizens in Gotham. Interesting. And I have a feeling it's going to be like the similar idea of why do these people stay there. And that's what the things that we had in our idea. Yep. And yep. they're doing that. And now I drink more. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the big difference between you and NBC is, the, you know. They're NBC. They've but, got money. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, you know, cameras. You know. <laughs> talent <laughs> i have a little <laughs> jesus <sighs> well i yeah i know nothing about the prospects of this film but hopefully it's something the power ranger film we're talking yeah about. yeah okay. yeah so it could be great like i said everything i said was speculative mm-hmm. knowing nothing i was just thinking out loud yeah. i don't think we said anything really constructive about Wait, we, we just <laughs> made shit up right then the for craig robinson t- part's minutes. not real <laughs> Great, now Blaine's out. <laughs> this is bullshit. Already got a boycott going. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah. So tonight, well, it's about almost time for our first commercial break. But let's uh, let's preface our next topic. So, what do we want to move on to? Video games into movies or guilty pleasures? I, I think we should go with guilty pleasure to be uh, rather quick. I hope. <laughs> As most guilty pleasures are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what we're gonna do is uh, each of us is gonna mention. Uh, a movie that is just awful, <laughs> and we know we know it's awful, and the rest of the world has claimed that it's awful, but we enjoy it for whatever reason, and we're gonna have to defend ourselves against the others in the room as to why we enjoy this film. Uh, this should be scathing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Derek and Sam should be here for this. They should. They we really should do should, a part two but... where all of us are here. Yes, I like that. That's um, a lot of microphones. That's enough. Okay. You guys could double up. Put your faces together. Be I mean, not, not you two, because I don't want your beards <laughs> to get be intertwined. Too, too much beard is too much anything. <laughs> How to rip, each other, rip ourselves apart. <laughs> so, Blaine, are you going to be able to join us on this one? Do you have a... I actually have one. I hope... I, I, there's no way that you guys have it. But, yeah, it's perfect, and it's kind of nerdy. Awesome. All right. Yeah. So, uh, so when we come back, that's what we're going to be talking about. If you have an awful movie that you really enjoy... 
uh, go ahead and let us know. Either give us a call, 909-989-0789, or messages on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash jackofallnerds, and we will be right back. Because the rest is just a waste of time. What's a gastropub? I asked myself the same question. Then the good folks at DolceGastropub.com explained it all to me. You see, gastro means food. And we all know what you get at a good pub. Beer. So, a gastropub is the perfect blend of food and beer. And nobody does it better than Dolce Gastropub. From the hamburger of the month to the fresh salads. Amazing appetizers to their macaroni and cheese grilled cheese sandwich. All topped off with the best combination of local beers. Dolce Gastropub has you covered. That's Dolce Gastropub in Montclair. Find them on the web at dolcegastropub.com. And I will see you there. What does it mean to be an American? Baseball? Apple pie? Fourth of July? At M.K. Smith Chevrolet, it means much more. Honesty, integrity, and pride in a hard day's work. Nothing embodies what it means to be an American more than M.K. Smith Chevrolet. Suburban and freedom, Camaro and choice, Corvette and strength. The story writes itself. Find us at mksmithchevrolet.com and join us in celebrating what it means to be an American. Second to none since 1941. M.K. Smith Chevrolet. The game is afoot, Watson. But Holmes, you've already captured Moriarty. Not here, Watson. I'm talking about over at the Dinner Detectives, America's largest interactive murder mystery comedy dinner show where you can enjoy a delicious four-course plated dinner while you solve a hilarious murder case. And a tantalizing prize package awaits the top sleuth of the evening. Sounds like a good time, Watson. Pick us up some tickets. But how do I do such a thing, Holmes? It's elementary, Watson. Visit their website at www.thedinnerdetective.com or call them at the box office, 855-633-0080. Could I get that one more time, Holmes? Oh, Watson. The website again is www.thedinnerdetective.com and the box office number is 855-633-0080. And if you're picking up tickets for the Ontario location, use the promo code CRIME to receive a $5 discount. Well, I'll get right on it, Holmes. Excellent, old boy. I'll be here playing my violin. But Holmes... Have you ever fell victim to a misleading furniture ad? You know the ones that overpromise and underdeliver. Most of those companies promise big savings but always fall short. Comfort Plus Mattress and Furniture in Rancho Cucamonga is here to change your furniture shopping experience. Quality, a huge selection, and the best pricing. Comfort Plus has it all. You can furnish your entire home at a fraction of retail pricing. Call Comfort Plus now for our current specials, 909-481-3300. Comfort Plus is conveniently located on 4th Street between Archibald and Haven, just north of the 10 Freeway in beautiful Rancho Cucamonga. Comfort Plus Mattress and Furniture offers your family a difference you can feel. For more info, go to comfortplus.biz or call 909-481-3300. Make sure to mention Chaotic Radio. That's comfortplus.biz or call 909 909- 
481-3300. Brandon, what's up? Dude, we have a new partner here at Chaotic Radio called PuroClean. Have you heard of them? Name sounds familiar. They're the people you call when you have water damage or mold, stuff like that. I remember waking up on Christmas morning to a flooded house. Totally sucked. PuroClean also handles biohazard waste and fire damage, man. These are some good dudes. PuroClean can handle all of that? Yep. Go to PuroClean.com or call 909-360-5300. That's it? Just go to PuroClean.com or call 909-360-5300? Yep. Yep. That's it. That's all you got to do. They're the paramedics of property damage. So PuroClean handles water or fire damage, mold, and biohazard cleanup? All of that? Swear, Brandon, nothing gets by you. Sharp as attack. Look, if you don't believe me, listen to the man himself. Hello, my name is Ruben Terrazes, and at PuroClean, water damage, fire damage, mold, and biohazard cleanup is our business. Let my highly trained staff ensure that your home or business are safe and secure. PuroClean is approved by all major insurance companies and ready to restore your property today. Call PuroClean today, 909-360-5300, or go to PuroClean.com today. Hey, what's up? This is Chappie from Chaotic Motorsports. Have you been thinking about riding a motorcycle? I have. Maybe for saving time and money on your commute or just being a weekend warrior. Then reach out to the crew at RideRight.net. RideRight is the state's leading certified motorcycle training school that will help you get your DMV riding requirements to get your license fast. Hey, everyone. This is Zig from the Zig Zone. And not only do I raid the airwaves on my show, but I also have been a rider for more than 30 years. I am also a motor motorcycle training instructor for ride right i've been teaching for ride right for over a decade and i can tell you that all of the instructors are fantastic whether you're new to riding or currently riding want to improve your skills ride right is for you it's easy and very affordable with three locations in california to serve you riverside van nuys and temecula and more on the way go to their website at riderite.net that's R-I-D-E-R-I-T-E.net, or you can call them at 951-736-8179. That's 951-736-8179. So even if you don't have a bike, call them. They supply the bikes for training and can help you get your license. Make sure you tell them Zig sent you and mention Chaotic Radio for a special discount. I will see you there. Oh, hi-ho, everyone. This is Kermit the Frog. You're listening to the Jack of All Nerds show on Chaotic Radio. Welcome back to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. Uh, Before the break, we mentioned that we are going to be talking about uh, our guilty pleasure movies that the rest of the world hates. And we're going to have to defend ourselves as to why we enjoy this film to our peers. Um, Although, I don't have any peers here. Wow. Sorry, no, pears. Sorry, oh. I don't have any pears here. I don't okay. Know. I'm not doing fruit right now, so it doesn't <laughs> yeah, pass from the system very well. Yeah. So um, who, who is it that proposed this topic? I believe it was Mr. Glennie. I think I did. Okay, so you get to kick it off. Oh, fucking wonderful. <laughs> I have a couple. I'm trying to think. That's why I wanted somebody else to go first. So 
Danny, go first so I can. But pick. you had multiples, so just I'm throw just one out there. One. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we we mentioned it. Um, I even though I admit it's a, not a good movie, I enjoy watching Batman and Robin. <laughs> is it is it all the ice puns? It's it's just one of those things that it's so silly and and dumb that like it's just easy to watch. It's, while it's so Schumachery, you know. You know. <laughs> I mean, I, like I, I admit it's bad. I, there are people that say they enjoy Batman Forever, and they're they're pretty close to being the same film. But I kind of get that Batman and Robin is just it's awful. <laughs> it is. It's terrible. Come on, it has it has Hallmark lines like a laundry service that delivers. Wow. And actually, the ice puns are for me are the only redeeming factor. About exactly. The film. No, it just I guess it's it's kind of like the the Sharknado syndrome where it's it's so bad. Even though Sharknado is supposed to be bad, but it's it's like so bad on accident that I actually find it entertaining. So I'm not even saying that it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's a bad choice. But I, I, I find it entertaining to watch. Like I enjoy watching it because it entertains me, not because it's a good film. Okay. Like you got served. It sounded like you were kind of backpedaling. Yeah. Like you're well, supposed to stand, but stick to your guns, man. Like I said, I was trying to think of one. But uh, yeah, Batman and Robin has an 11% rating, uh, which feels high. I mean, <laughs> a little bit. Again, that big rating is probably you know the George Clooney, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Uma Thurman mm. star power. Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, Am doesn't right? get better than Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. Uh, you know what? To Mike's credit, I actually like Chris O'Donnell as Robin. I, I yeah. come on. It was either he him. Hey, it was either him or Marky Mark. I think Leo was up for the role too. Leo was up for the role really early on. Or just don't have Robin. You know, <laughs> whatever. 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 <laughs> anyway, call it Batman or Robin. Just don't cast Batman or Robin. I'll, I'll think of a different one, Danny. You go. Okay. Um, mine's uh, Lost in Space. Yeah. Um, I mean, it had William Hurt. It had Gary Oldman. It, yeah. Didn't it have uh, Lacey Chabert? What's Matt, his name? Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> so the, Joey. <laughs> and actually, I found him to be one of the more, more enjoyable parts yeah, of the film. Right? And like, I guess like because. Yeah, I was a little kid when this came out, and when there's a scene in the movie where he like puts on this armor, and it looks like Iron Man. I was like, "What the hell? Iron Man's in this movie?" Yeah, no, his little his little armor suit yeah. to fight the Robo Spiders or whatever the fuck they were. Yeah, was pretty cool. And, and you know, like the robot, the first time we see the robot, it was like, "That's a badass robot. It's way better than it was in the show." And then they <laughs> kind of de-evolve it back to the danger. Will Robinson, danger. Yeah. Um. No, actually, that's yeah, I like that movie. So, and I don't hate that movie, but if it came on, I'd probably go like cut myself. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, just don't have a lot of memory of it. Um, I think that's what, okay, not, okay, Batman and Robin at least has memorable moments. I think that movie is just overall meh. Let's see. Uh, on it has a 27% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and the that might be a little the high. Critics' consensus is clumsily directed and missing most of the TV series' campy charm. Lost in Space sadly lives down to its title. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> but you know that's that's accurate. It was clumsily directed. And... That uh, that makes me curious as to what they said about Batman and Robin. I, I like this, like just a summation of the critics' hatred for this film. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Critics' consensus: Joel Schumacher's tongue-in-cheek attitude hits an unbearable limit in Batman and Robin, resulting in a frantic and mindless movie that's too jokey uh, to care much for. All right, that wasn't nearly as funny. No. 
Yeah, that was that was just like just true. Oh, it's just, just true and hurtful. It just got real. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so I think the loss in space. So I think that was just like writing. I think it was probably shot okay. It's been a while since I saw it, but I just remember yeah, it was like visually it was like it was really yeah. nice to look at. Yeah, well, it had it had a big budget. I think that was one of those they were like, yeah, we're gonna. It's a good. That was one of the, I think the original old TV show. Yeah, it was like the original movie, nostalgia yeah. movie. And but yeah, I just think the writing of it. I remember what was it that the kid. Gary Oldman becomes a spider. Yeah, and, that that whole thing was just and the kid. There was something about time travel, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so the kid, what was it? The kid, um, Will Robinson. He's, he's like the on... only survivor, mm-hmm. and he lives with Spider um, Oldman for a while, and he creates a device that goes back in time to save his family. So like, there's a, but it's a bubble. Mm-hmm. It's just, it was just, even as a kid, I was like, the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> this is not the Lost in Space I remember. From yeah, the 60s. and and then the Will Robinson as an adult looked like a fucking homeless guy who. <laughs> Who lives with a spider? It makes sense, Mike. (laughs) It's a homeless man's nightmare, pretty much, is what Will Robinson becomes. (laughs) Just straggly, trying to save his family that died years ago, and he's living with a fucking spider. It's a, it's, it's just a weird. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that's, I think that's where that movie lost a lot of its um, nostalgia. Love was when they just like, oh, this was supposed to be like, you know, Doctor Smith is with. But you, but time. you and you enjoy it. Like you sit down and take pleasure in it. I do, I do. I, I like watching to. it up until that part, and it's just like this is not what it was supposed to be. But whatever. If you take the series out of it, do you find it more enjoyable? Like if you don't think of it, it in in relation to that. I think yes, because it has like all the elements like a movie needs. Um, you you, you kind of have to have the show with it though, mm-hmm. especially if you like grew up yeah. watching the show. Why else would you have a giant silly robot that says? Danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm gonna tell you about danger. I can't do shit about it, but danger. <laughs> but you know, He's kid. A, yeah. Thanks for the alert. Giant he was a robot. large walking smoke detector. <laughs> yeah. You can run now. It's pretty All much right. the fucking lassie of robots. Yeah, pretty much. That's exactly what it was. Robot, where's Will Robinson? Danger, danger. He's in the well. <laughs> that will. All right. Who's next? Right. Blaine, what do you got? Um, oh, well, well, listen, uh, because I've got, I've got the resources, I'm going to uh, speak to the benefits of the 1987 sci-fi cult action film, Cherry 2000. It was fantastic. It was a great movie. Unfortunately, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 14, which I think is completely bullshit. I'm going to tell you right now. I mean, listen, set in the year, uh, you know, in the in the 2020s, uh, the United States, a post-apocalyptic, very plausible, you know, with what we got going on here. It's totally believable. And women are now robots, and it's just easier and more convenient that way. And uh, David Andrews' character, is, his robot gets wet, and she short circuits, and he needs to hire Melanie Griffith to go in the Badlands to find another one. Okay, just so you guys did have you an idea. Did you score on your commentary? Yes, I did. I feel like you should be giving me a self-empowerment of seminar. what the fuck he's talking about? That is a picture <laughs> from of Melanie Griffith from the movie. Yeah, I, I, I scored my review. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this epic music behind your rant. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. Do you, do you have something piratey for me then? I guess <laughs> I don't know. I can't even I can't even argue with on that because I've never even heard of this I, fucking I, movie. Yeah, you kind of you I know, mean, but you know that sometime in the next couple of weeks you're gonna watch she, it. She absolutely, absolutely. Uh, uh, is there any nudity? Uh, you know what? Robot nudity. The, I was young. Okay, I was young. 87, 14 years old. You know, 13 years old. I was uh, all fixated on uh, you know the first time that I uh, broke my 
my pee pump and here was this love movie and this robot and all of this crazy stuff going on and these emotions that I had and and it, it, nobody liked it but me. Do you have a thing for Melanie Griffith? I'm you know, I really didn't have a thing for Melanie Griffith as much as I did for the robot. <laughs> <laughs> the wet robot? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or dry. It didn't matter. And 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 plus, if you think about it, like it was. Nickel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just so much better. Like just to have a robot chick, you know, you can just be like, shut up, and she just shuts up. That's right. Blaine likes his. I mean, this is this is progressive future stuff, right? Are you married, Blaine? (laughs) Twice divorced, but thanks for asking, jerk. Blaine likes his robots like he likes his vacuum cleaners, wet or dry. Yeah. Um, With an on-off. So so few people have either seen this movie or gave a shit about it that it says there's no consensus available for the, the <laughs> critics consensus on it See, uh, but yeah really, it does have a 14% so. say, we can't really even defend it <laughs> Yeah, because we can't attack it <laughs> just take your word for it wow um, yeah so that's her, the, her look too it looks like that hair that's I mean that's 80s it looks like she stole Tina Turner's wig or something. You know you know what's really funny is I just finished reading a uh, um a comic book from the, the from one of the Luna brothers, uh the, the Alex and Ada. Mm-hmm. And it was a very very similar kind of like basic concept and and every episode I'm reading it going Cherry 2000, Cherry 2000. It was pretty bad. Wow. Yeah. The things you remember as a it, kid. It looks terrible. I will I will give you that. Um but I scored mine, so I mean, I think I should get points for that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you get points. I get extra points yeah. for that. You're in the booth, so yeah. <laughs> we can... you you found a loophole in the system in that we can't really argue it because we've never heard of it. So you win, <laughs> win by obscurity. <laughs> Woo! Uh, all right, well, your turn. Yeah. All right, yes. Yeah, so let's, let's I'm through this uh, masochistic uh... cutthroat island. The uh, Gina Davis vehicle that pretty much ruined her career, I think. <laughs> Hey, there you go, piratey music. Now look, I this this film is is one of the biggest box office flops of all time. It, um, but I think it's actually a very good pirate movie. Despite, you know how in any action movie a hero has to have a catchphrase when they kill the bad guy, and despite her catchphrase being "bad dog," um, because the bad guy's name was. Dog. <laughs> so she, so, so, yeah. I, okay, you got me there. You got me there. But as far as the action, and you know, this was back before CGI was a thing, so all of the effects were practical effects. Mm-hmm. Lots of explosions. I, I, I obviously went way over budget too, creating all these explosions, but it just did not perform well uh, at all. What's and, the Rotten Tomatoes? Um, I. Th- I'm pulling it up right now. Have either of you seen it? I've, I I have, and the only thing I remember from it is like the opening scene, and I just remember hearing Gina Davis. That's probably why I don't like the movie anymore. I just remember hearing Gina Davis say, "I stole your balls." I don't even referring to that. the guy's ammunition. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Referring to the yeah. guy whose name is Balls. <laughs> it actually it was full of weird little puns like, like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was her, Matthew Modine as a romantic lead. Sort of. He was kind of comic relief. Dude, too. Honestly, he was he was trying way too hard to be Carrie Ellis. Yeah, yeah, he was. But whatever. Get the stash going. Um, uh, it has a thir- yeah thirty seven percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and no no critic consensus because obviously it was around long before Rotten Tomatoes existed. Oh, there you go. But uh, yeah, 
I, I again, I don't understand why it didn't do well or why people hate it. But I thought it was a great pirate movie before pirate movies were just Johnny Depp. <laughs> I feel like pirate movies kind of took the or the you shape. know Evan Stone. <laughs> Honestly, that is probably a better pirate movie than Cutthroat Island. No, nothing. Thanks, guys. I'll dead be over here. Silence. Complete chirp, dead chirp, silence. Chirp. Thanks. Absolutely nothing for that. I'll be in the bathroom. The crying. remainder of the program will be without. <laughs> Would you like to try again? Nope. Uh, all right. So you, you said you had a couple more, right? <laughs> I'm almost ashamed to say I'm actually. Oh, now we. Re- now you have <laughs> now to. Now you have to. Okay. <laughs> I'll say this just to create a conversation. Okay, please do. Um, I know as far as like, what are you doing? It's a spider. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> well, thank you for killing uh, that. You're having welcome. an issue in the studio. So, I, um, I would hate to have to burn the studio down with fire. To... Right. Uh, even though they don't follow, like, I know, <laughs> I'm trying to, okay, they were terrible and all the fanboys hated them, but I don't mind Daredevil or Green Lantern. <sighs> oh, this guy. <laughs> this fucking guy. I know it, it, it's, they're not. The best movies. I'm, I'm not even a like. I knew nothing really about the character of Daredevil going into that movie, and I still hated it. <laughs> I don't. I'm not saying it's a great movie. I'm just saying if it's on, I don't mind watching it. It actually has a 44 percent. Daredevil. What does Green Lantern yeah. have? Because uh, even Ryan up. Reynolds hated that movie. No, I'm not. <laughs> so, again, I'm not saying right, these so are he, terrible movies, but so here's what it says. Uh, it says uh, while Ben Affleck fits the role and the story is sporadically interesting, Daredevil is ultimately a dull brooding origin story that fails to bring anything new to the genre. Ouch. Yeah. Which I, I think the weakest part in that was actually uh, what's her name? Electra. Uh, I thought her whole role in it was unnecessary. And I mean, not that it would have made it okay, a Mike, great film. Come on now. So if, this. <laughs> look, all I'm saying is if she was the weakest link, then they wouldn't have given her her own movie that would have went on to be do, a piece do, of shit. Do poorly. <laughs> can't back that up. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Green Lantern has a 26% yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Noisy, overproduced, and thinly written, Green Lantern squanders an impressive budget and decades of comics mythology. That's true. Mm-hmm. And I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying I don't think I, I was what, still... what is it that you find? Because you said yeah. you said you enjoy them. Wow, Elektra has 10%. <laughs> I, w- I watched a little bit of Elektra, and that's just god-awful. <laughs> I don't think I finished it. But, um... I, th- I think a lot of people feel that way about yeah. that film. So, but what is it about Daredevil that you sit down and you're like, I like this? Obviously, okay. uh, it's Colin Farrell's Irishy madness. All right, maybe. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, no, like I never miss. I'm not saying it's like a, a masterpiece, but but I'm sitting down, I'm watching it. I think like kind of like the review said. I think Affleck, even though everyone hates him for the movie, I think he did an okay job in the role. I do like the way they um they showed how he sees. Uh, the sound hitting objects. I do okay. like that effect they put in the movie. Um, I thought Favreau was all right in it. Like I think most of the actors are okay. Um, and it's like I said, it's not a masterpiece. But if it's on and I'm watching it, I'm like, all right, this is on. Like, and I'll watch it and enjoy it. And, and then so when I hear like a lot, mainly like fanboys and everything, like like oh that movie fucking sucked. Ben Affleck's Batman. Did you see Daredevil? And I'm just like, I'm like come on, like. It's not Ben Affleck's fault the movie's terrible. Like, and so it's the same thing with Green Lantern. Like, I think it's not great, but I think Ryan Reynolds was funny in the role, and there were some moments that were entertaining. Overall, kind of weird. Um, yeah, there was a 
I, I, I love Ryan Reynolds. I do. Of course. And he did have a couple of moments, but yeah, I. It was, yeah, not saying it's a great movie. No. I'm just saying I will it's, enjoy watching it. And that was, and that was one of those where it's. Does it fall on the direction? Does it fall on the writing? I think that one fell on the writing. It falls on the decision to make the suit animated. Did it, and and, and, uh, and uh, a need to have big, smoky cloud villains. That, like, it's like the worst mistake in Hollywood. That's lazy. That is lazy. Because uh, what they does Fantastic, Fan- Four, Fantastic too, yeah. Four, yeah. Silver Surfer. Galactus. Galactus is not a giant cloud. N- no. No, there is parallax, but whatever. I do know yeah. thanks, Hollywood. in Fantastic Four, they openly admitted they were afraid of trying to make some giant guy. So they're like, we'll make it a fucking cloud. <laughs> and I mean, I get that, but, but because a, it is, it's a silly idea to have this giant who's just like, oh, your, your world's the size of a gumball to me, you know, whatever. Well, it, <laughs> and it's kind of the same thing. I remember, just leave it out. I remember, Danny, we talked about it with Iron Man. Um, the was it the Ten Rings? The Ten Rings, yeah. Now, we, the producer said that might be too far-fetched for this universe, but it's like, this is a comic book universe after all. Yeah. Fucking go for it. Yeah, and I that's mean, like this is Fantastic Four. This is a comic. So a fucking flying silver guy on a surfboard is believable, but we can't have some some giant space guy. Like yeah. But again, I think it's just the, it's one of those things where people just think about how it's going to look visually, and they get worried. And, yeah. yeah, but again, it's like the. How does a giant fucking cloud look any better? Yeah. Well, even even well, with the Green Lantern movie, I will say, even though I enjoy it and not even knowing a lot of like the history of Green Lantern, mm-hmm. the fucking weird cloud thing. Even as someone who didn't know a lot about Green Lantern, I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah. Uh, was it was with Parallax, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, even knowing very little about it, I was like, "That's probably not right." <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what I mean, knowing very little about Green Lantern, I was like, "That is probably incorrect." At some form or another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, come on. Escaping the sun by making two fighter jets pull you away from it? That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Silence. <laughs> the rest of the show will also be without... <laughs> My name is Michael Maxwell. I'll be by myself for the remainder of the... <laughs> oh. Uh, you, got, you got another one, Danny? Blaine? Uh, no. No, all I had was Lost in Space, and I'm sticking by it. No, See, well, let's talk about your first one real quick. <laughs> <laughs> what, my, the Starship Troopers? Yeah, the one that's not really hated by people. Nah. Off the air, Danny suggested that, and we pretty much slammed him because <laughs> nobody dislikes it. I think mean, there's people that dislike it, but yeah. the only thing I, I know about it that's wrong is that I haven't read the book, but having heard about the book, the movie is nothing like Well, I mean, it's a little bit. There's just – they cut out so much stuff and just decided to put their own stuff into it. Like, Well, I know the, the book's more about like – fascism and yeah and then the movie's about killing bugs yeah well you have to make it an action movie you have to make something that sells i hear they're going to remake it i heard they're planning on remaking it really to actually follow the book oh well that'd be nice not like remaking that movie but actually just i guess adapting it again yeah i don't know if just doing a straight adaptation of the book would be very entertaining no because i mean there are too many like hardcore yeah because i mean that's what made the the original good is that it was satirical yeah and goofy, about, yeah. yeah so like i don't know yeah all right well if we don't have any more off ones I, you guys wanted you had recommended a, a flip yeah of it right talking oh, that about was movies everyone movie, loves yeah everyone that that we, everyone loves and we hate uh do you have one i have a couple <laughs> just bring it on well the one we've talked about before when i've been on um not that I think it's a t- completely god-awful movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think First Class is worth the hype and love that everyone's given it. X-Men First Class, I don't – I'm not saying it's a terrible movie. 
Mm-hmm. But before I saw it, everyone was like, oh, my God, this is the X-Men movie that we've all been coming for and that we've been just waiting for. And it's, it's amazing. And I was like, oh, OK, good. Like, awesome. And I went and saw it and I was like, what the fuck did I do that? I mean, it's OK, but it seemed like everyone just loved it. And I, that's what kind of made me hate it, even though it's not terrible, was that everyone loved it so hard. Um, I mean, the acting is kind of Fassbender aside and Kevin Bacon aside. I thought the acting was mediocre. The story was ridiculous, dumb, not even a bad adaptation. Just the story itself was kind of silly, which is fine. It's a Mm -hmm. comic book movie. Mm -hmm. You can't take it too seriously. But like what they train these guys in a month and this lifelong (laughs) friendship between Xavier and and Magneto (laughs) developed over a month before they became enemies. And not to mention the scene we all talk about, (laughs) the superhero sleepover. (laughs) Were the two best names in comic book history is given to him by some stupid bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. I just, I, it wasn't terrible. Just everyone loves it so much. Mm. And I thought Days of Future Past was better. But I, I just can't. I don't get why everyone gives it so much love. My second movie is Interstellar. Okay. Now, this is one I can't even weigh in on because I haven't seen it. Yeah, same here. Good movie. Well, if no one's seen it, then fuck. Blaine, have you seen it? Uh, actually, I've seen Interstellar, and I, I very much liked uh, Interstellar. Go ahead and break his heart, Mike. I thought it was okay. I read an article about this too. It it kind of crossed the lines of science fiction, and I don't. I'm not sure if I want to say fantasy, but it kind of made um, love into a scientific quantity. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure if that's even giving spoilers away, but and it kind of violates one of those. Um, it's a year old. I don't think we even worry about spoilers. Yeah, Touche. Um, yeah. But it kind of. Guess what? Titanic sinks. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead the whole time. Um, uh. But in the movie, like they kind of, it's kind of an issue with me. These this time travel in it, um, and it's one of those things like chicken or the egg. He goes back in time. Like this whole thing gets put into effect because of him traveling back in time in the future. So if he hadn't traveled back in time in the future, he would have never gone on the path that caused him to go back in time. It's one of those conundrums, mm. and that bothers me. Paradox. Not- Fuck off! <laughs> but doesn't doesn't that illustrate the, the 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 seriousness and the dangerous level of time travel? Yes, but just that. I mean, there's other movies that do that too. So that's a, a you know not a, a big thing. But the turning the love into like a, a scientific quantity, which is a fact in the movie, just kind of it. The whole thing was kind of good, and not to mention, okay, spoilers. Matt Damon's part in the movie was absolutely fucking stupid. Agreed. I'll agree on they, that. The, the whole thing, if you haven't seen it, is they needed they needed a bad guy. They needed a baddie, a heavy, to cause their ship to fuck up. And instead of just coming up with something a little more clever, they put Matt Damon's character in there to fuck it up. That's what his whole role was, to fuck their ship up. And even as I was watching it, I was like, this is dumb. As I, was, and I, I did enjoy the movie, but I was like, this is stupid. And then the whole thing goes down. McConaughey goes into a black hole. And because the love of his daughter, the black hole sends him back in time to tell his daughter to show her the shit that causes him to go and blah, blah, blah. It was, just, it was a good movie. Just towards the end there, kind of jumped the shark. You know what I mean? And it is, I mean, I can't say it's terrible, but just it kind of everyone's like, so good, so good. And because of these little things, I was just like, eh, fuck off. Like, <laughs> mediocre movie. Can we rename Jump the Shark to Jump the Sharknado? <laughs> No, no, no need. No, no. We can stick with. Okay, yeah. just checking. That's my piece. Okay, I I disagree with you. <laughs> That's okay to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to go last because I'm going to get so much hate for mine. All right, Blaine, you have one that uh, everyone loves that you hate. 
I don't. Um, Just love everything. Yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm a liker. Go with the I, crowd. I am a respecter of um, a respecter of of artistry. I mean, even even if you screw it up, it's a lot. There's a lot of work that goes into a movie or a TV show or just about any of these things. And I I, I guess my my worst review I'll give something is just being indifferent, rather than which is almost worse than disliking. Yeah, that's almost worse. So have you ever been? I suppose. Is is there any movie that everyone loves that you're just indifferent towards? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, meh. I wasn't prepared for this. All right. (laughs) No, I. I, I, um, That's okay. I'm just stalling for myself. Really, is all this is it. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I mean, there's there's several that I won't watch or that people absolutely adore and I I can't stand. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, nothing nothing that, that that sticks out in your in the nerd genre. Mm-hmm. Danny, Mike Stalling, it's your turn. <laughs> um, the first Back to the Future. What, what the fuck? Wow. That's, what? I, don't, I don't even have the balls for that. I know. I'm just gonna, I know. I'm just going to fucking mute you. Well, so now I'm actually curious. Yeah, no, what, I have to know why. I, I know Micah came at me for the uh, Green Lantern and stuff. So back to the future. Yeah. And I know, I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for that. And I'm sorry. All justified. The phones are ringing off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I just find the first one to be a little too slow, lacking on some of like the punch. Like, I mean, in the broadest sense, it's just like that that universal time travel questions. Like, what what if happens if you mm-hmm. go back and meet your father and yeah. all that? So pretty much, we watch a teenager go back in time to go to high school. That's that's Back to the Future. Wow. Now, do you say that? That's um, a very simple, right? Well, I mean, well, hold on. I'll, I'll not not to take your side, but I could see that if you pair them with the second and third, because I. Th- Enjoy the second, yeah, third, more that, than the first see, one. See, I love the second one, and I love the third one yeah. even more. But is that? Do you? Are you speaking from a standalone aspect, or in comparison to the other? In comparison to the other two. So if it was a standalone movie, you might enjoy. I it more. might enjoy it, but I like. I'll be honest. I saw the first, the second one, and the third one before I saw the first one, and that's probably my How fault. How did that happen? Yeah, that's kind of a your, your own kind of time travel thing going <laughs> hey, on. Here. Yeah. Uh, did you watch it in chronological order? Do you, do you <laughs> see the dangers of time travel? I do. Jesus. Um. So I mean, that, that be, could be that could be why, but I mean, I just find the first one to be not that great as the second two. And so send nice. the hate; I will gladly take it because if you want to see my nerd card, I have it. But <laughs> yeah, um, so it's more of a, a Blaine approach where it's not that you dislike it; it's just kind of like a. Uh. Well, I mean, it's, I think it's your approach to X Men First Class. I mean, it's not it's not a terrible. I mean, I don't think it's a terrible movie. It's just it's universally loved, and I don't like it. Cool. All right. Mike, uh, well, a film that I that I despise that everyone else loves uh, is uh, obviously it's uh, X Men Origins Wolverine. Um, no, <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. This work of art. <laughs> I'm like, um, who likes that movie? Uh, well, I I'm damn, still, it was so good in it. Um, I was trying to think of uh, something. Uh, I still can't think of anything. But uh, I wanted to touch on something earlier you had mentioned about how you went into a movie kind of. Hating it just because everyone else loved it. Before I'd go you had into seen it. it. I'd go into it thinking that. I went into it thinking this movie's going to be great. Oh, okay. So, granted, I might be um, a victim of having, uh, you know, 
expecting something. I've had, I've had that, like a, a, just an opposite experience where like everybody like got to see a movie before I did and everybody was raving about it. And so then I just immediately was like, well, I don't want to fucking see it. And (laughs) I don't know why. Yeah. Like my brain was just like, well, fuck, fuck that movie. (laughs) And the original, not, well, not, but Spider-Man, the, the first one with uh, Tobey Maguire, like everyone and their fucking mother went out to see it. And I wasn't like a hardcore Spider-Man fan to begin with so i wasn't like oh i gotta you know chomping at the bit but then everyone loved it even my girlfriend at the time who didn't like comic books and i was like oh well, fuck this movie and i waited to see it like i waited and waited and waited and then i finally saw it begrudgingly and then i loved it so i didn't know what the fuck <laughs> happened but that was just me being a stubborn jackass i guess but um god trying to think of something that everybody loves that i just think hate. of movies you ah, hate. got it go. i've got one i've got one Although I feel like you guys might be on my side with this one, we, but it doesn't I'll, think really, of, I'll think of a way to not. It doesn't inside. matter what we think because the world spoke and they fucking <laughs> loved it and shelled out money hand over fist for it, and that's Avatar. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. dude, I was gonna I'm say Avatar. Yeah. I'm with you. Fuck that movie. That I didn't think it was terrible, but what the <laughs> fuck? Well, I mean, it, first of all, shame on uh, Cameron for making a movie we've all seen before. How dare he? Well, the thing is, there's one thing to, to repeat ideas. Fern Gully, Dances with Wolves, Last Fast Samurai. Fast and the Furious. Think about it. <laughs> no, you're right. He's absolutely Fast, think right. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> think about it. Oh, now I just want to see Vin Diesel play one of those blue aliens. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> what was the name of the planet? I don't even remember. Like, uh, I just, it, it, you're, it's one pan, thing. Pan, was it oh, Pandora? Pandora. Pandora yeah. It was Pandora. Yeah. Pandora. You know, all, when all, you hear your family. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it as well as uh, Derek, but I, I gave it a try. I just it, we all know like ideas are going to be repeated. There's there's only so much originality, but like to be so blatant in in copying the like it pretty much is literally Fern Gully yeah. just rehashed and renamed and like, with you know an IMAX yeah, it, yeah. and and minus the charm of Robin Williams. <laughs> Williams. <laughs> no, what do we get instead of Robin Williams? We get fucking uh, Michelle Rodriguez and. That goofy guy. Good for her. Good for Paints her. herself blue in her fucking <laughs> ship. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Oh, and I want to say they stole way too much from like the Halo franchise with the design of their yeah, they crafts kind of. and vehicles. Yeah, but I mean, just the fact, like, how much money that movie made is yeah. just like baffling. Well, that's what happens when you release it twice. But I feel like that was one of those where like everybody and their mother went to see Titanic, and so they thought, oh, James Cameron did this. Uh, you know, almost like the audience was like, "Hey guys, we got to help James Cameron top Titanic. <laughs> Let's go throw our money down the drain." I think you're right. Strangely, I think a lot of people just thought like, "Oh, look at the commercials; it's so pretty." <laughs> oh, same guy from Titanic. Mm-hmm. This will be amazing. Yeah. And what's weird to me is they already have like two or three sequels planned. Yeah. And where can you fucking go from there? If the humans come back and you just have a repeat of the fucking movie? No, it takes place on like a different part of the planet, right? Like it's supposed to be like underwater or something. Different part of that whole area, that whole part of the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. So this is – I know they've been like talking about it for a while, but it is happening. They have like two or three planned. Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> I, think they're, I, think they're, I think Principal's already done on them. Oh, oh, okay. Avatar yeah. 2, the quest to give James yeah. Cameron more money. James, that guy, he's very hit or miss for me because like I went back and watched uh, The Abyss – Recently, I like The Abyss. Oh my god. It is so it's boring. slow. It's and, boring. Yeah, it's uh, – 
but I mean, if you're gonna make a movie about underwater stuff, I mean, there's only so much fun you can have. I guess when the, they also back this was back before they had the technology, yeah. so and it shows. Yeah. <laughs> According to uh, IMDb, uh, Avatar two, Avatar three, and Avatar four are all scheduled for 2017, 18, and 19. Wow. I think they're shooting them uh, kind of like the second and third Matrix movies. I think it's going to be shot as one movie that they're sp- splitting up. Yeah. I think. So it's not a four-hour movie. No, it'll probably still be a four-hour movie. Yeah. <laughs> Three four-hour movies. Yep. Which, really quick, throwing it back. I know the second and third Matrix movies were really hated on. I enjoyed them. <laughs> I think they were. They, they think they get out. <laughs> get out. Actually, the second Matrix, uh, Matrix rethroated. That one. <laughs> that one. I, I saw will, that on late night Cinemax one night. That one I will like. I it's it's watchable to you give me. It, you give a gentle nod. I think. Okay, yeah. I, I rephrase this. I agree with you that the third one was just kind of let's get all philosophical and science and, and weird. Give us a middle. The second one was still kind of okay. This is sci-fi and cool, but there's action. The third one where I got got kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. But. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Back to Avatar. Yeah, let's hate on that. The much more. superior series. Yeah. Yeah, that movie fucking. Yeah. That's all I got, though, as far as that is concerned. That's a great pick of it. I mean, we're, we're like minded. I, I think. You, know yeah. you know what's funny, though, is everyone I talk to about that movie always says that. Granted, I think us in this room are different, but all the, the normal people, I guess you would say, who I talk to about the movie all say the same thing. Oh, yeah, it's done original, blah, blah, blah. But they're the same motherfuckers who will put it on their Netflix or yeah. go and see it. You know what I mean? It's almost like a weird hypocrisy. Because that, it's just so pretty. Yeah, like, well, you had to see it in IMAX. It's different in IMAX. Like, I had someone say that to me one time. It, but you had to see more, it in 3D. If it's a, in 3D, it's a whole different experience, it's, man. It's more vibrant than that's life-like. the thing. Like, if you have to <laughs> see a movie to... in 3D, like, that... It means it's shit film. Exactly. Like, you just want pretty colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember what was it? Uh, did you guys see Beowulf? I didn't see the, Beowulf. The kind of animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. I saw that in 3D, not intentionally. I don't even know how it happened, but that was one of those. <laughs> All of a sudden, there was glasses on my face. <laughs> where I didn't even, I didn't even enjoy that film, but 3D definitely didn't like improve no. it or I anything. Mean, I mean, I went and saw the re-release of Jurassic Park in 3D, and it really didn't make I, a difference. It, it really didn't make a difference. Like, I went and saw it too. I was hoping for like. Actual velociraptors jumping out at me didn't happen. Well, yeah, you well, can't rehash an old movie in a 3D. No. Like, I was going to say that about Avatar. The, 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 I know it's a rehash story. I know it's just a bunch of blue dudes, but that 3D was exceptional. That's the only movie that I've watched in 3D that I was like, oh, that's nice. I'll see that in 3D again. Like, they're amongst us. Because I'm that, I'm that <laughs> guy that, like, that, that accidentally buys the wrong ticket, and I walk up, and I'm like, son of a, it's 3D, shit. And, you know, stupid glasses. <laughs> I really do, you, do hate those. How classes. do you accidentally the the ticket price like ten dollars more? Well, because well, the only reason you I buy it online and you don't realize that there's two times. I've done it before. I said the key, or, or you know, like you see it now. now they're smart, like on Fandango. I use Fandango all the time, and it's, it's a cool place to find all the times. Mm-hmm. And they'll break them up by because the other thing that that you get bamboozled on, uh, or at least in the past, is that the regular theater time plus like the enhanced. Like I, I I go to AMC a lot and they got that enhanced theater and that's like another five dollars you know just to see it and some with some nice speakers apparently and yeah. uh, so but now they break them apart for you because I'll I'd see a time and be like okay I can make that time and I can get done and get back to doing what I'm doing and you show up and it's 3D and you're like son of a bitch but yeah. I want to see it I'm here yeah. here's your money I feel like I just got robbed yeah they've I've I've not gotten to the point where I've bought the ticket but I have done the look looking up the times on Fandango and been like perfect and then. Yeah. You Realizing, go to like yeah. head to the theater and you go to look again and you're like, wait, that's the three. Fuck. Yeah. 
like now they for an hour. Now yeah. they break them into specific like categories. It's really mm-hmm. well done. I'm, I'm, yeah, I love that site. I Shout just, out to Fandango. I just with the, the whole 3D to change the topic. The whole 3D thing to me, I think it's more of just a, a it's way upsell, to, dude. Yeah, it's just an upsell way to sell tickets. Because mm-hmm. to me, like you just said, if, it's curly fries. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's kind of if if you have to, if something has to be in 3D to be enjoyable, um, then it's not a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, and I think younger kids who just want that fuck should have done that. Right. <laughs> if, if I think if younger kids who like that spectacle and like that that cool stuff, all right. But like, I'd rather see um, a movie not even in HD that's great mm-hmm. than uh, a movie in cr- a, a crazy piece, 3D that's yeah, a piece of shit. And then a piece of shit that's coming out of the screen at you. <laughs> yeah, like that's what because then you have to dodge a piece of shit <laughs> in smell-o-vision. And I think I think a lot of people use it as a crutch now. Yeah, I'll take yeah. Avatar for an example. Um, they use a 3D and the, the spectacle. Well, as a Avatar just did it so they can make that much more money. I don't think they use it as a crutch. Well, I just mean in, in general. I think a lot of people use that as a crutch. Rumor is they're going to make the next ones in 4D. So you're going to get probed by one of those little hookup <laughs> devices. I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> Wait a minute, can I adjust where I'm going to be probed? <laughs> is there a, a pick? Can you take a request, please? Yeah. <laughs> so when we come back from this commercial break, guys, uh, we're going to change gears a little bit. And we're going to start talking about uh, our video game franchises that have not yet been made into movies, good or bad, that we would like to see made into a movie and our, our dream cast scenario for that. So uh, if you have one... Uh, give us a call, 909-989-0789, or messages on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash jackofallnerds. We'll be right back. Make another man sing. Change your heart to a little white dove. Born in a feeling, that's power of love. This is chaoticradio.com. Riddle me this, Batman. Where can I find the best selection of comic books in the Inland Empire? I'm not playing your twisted game, Nigma. Oh, just answer the question, Batsy, and we'll let you go. <laughs> yes, unless you think you have something to fear. You might want to find someone to write new riddles. The answer is Four Color Fantasy's comic book store in Rancho Cucamonga. They have the biggest selection of comics, graphic novels, and collectibles. For more information, visit them on the web at fourcolorfantasies.com or give them a call at 909-563-8751. Fourcolorfantasies.com, 909-563-8751. He got every detail correct. Well, who came up with this ridiculous question? You did. Oh, you're right. I guess we'll leave that to you next time. <laughs> oh, well, I guess we have to let him go. But I didn't get to use my fear toxin. Hey, everybody. Rachel Ray here. Nothing brings a bigger smile to my face than cooking up a big meal for the whole family and lots of friends. But there's not enough room at my table for the 17 million kids in our country who struggle with hunger. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food to give hope to hungry kids. But they can't do it without your help. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. 
The Vendor Cycle Works is a full-service and custom bike build repair shop specializing in motor rebuilds, transmission work, insurance repairs, performance mods, and much, much more. Avenger Cycle Works. I am Zig, owner of Avenger Cycle Works in San Bernardino. I'm a rider just like you, and I ride every day. I'm also a rider coach and know that a motorcycle needs to be in top shape. Whether it's just cruising down the road, hitting your favorite canyon, track day, or playing in the dirt, I have 30-plus years' experience and hope I can take care of your bike like it's mine. Own. Call us today at 909-387-9700. That's 909-387-9700. Or take a look at our website at AvengerCycleWorks.com. We back our work and writing. Shiny side up. Are you looking for a home in the IE? Check out IERealEstateInfo.com today. IERealEstateInfo.com is a free service to home buyers looking for their dream home. Our simple service lets you be in control. Tell us what type of home you're looking for and we will do the rest. No more searching endless websites, reading sales sheets, and driving around only to find out the property you want was sold or worse yet, misrepresented. IERealEstateInfo.com will email you a list of the homes you're looking for. Simple and easy. IERealEstateInfo.com. Your time is valuable. Stop wasting it. Okay. Wanna shake up the status quo? Rock the boat? Break a few eggs? Well, you've come to the right place. ChaoticRadio.com Hey. What's up? Thinking about you. XOXOXO. Want to snuggle? Dot, dot, dot. JK. Hit me back. You getting these texts? Question mark. We should hang later. I miss you. Holla at your boy. Holla back. Holla back. Holla back. Are you at home? Where are you? What are you doing? OMG. You are making me mad. Are you with your ex? You better text me back. I'm waiting outside your house. Relentless, aggressive texting is like sending an angry robot to deliver your message. When does the robot become dangerous? Let us know at that'snotcool.com. That'snotcool.com. Brought to you by the Ad Council. If you're looking for a fun night out, check out the Etiwanda Roadhouse. Located conveniently off the 210 Freeway in Day Creek at 12853 Highland Avenue in Rancho Cucamonga. For food and fun, it doesn't matter what day of the week it is, the Roadhouse has you covered. With happy hour all day Sunday through Tuesday. A lunch menu 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. And nightly food specials including Build-A-Burger Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, Wing Wednesdays, Thursday Steak Nights, and Barbecue Sundays featuring NFL Sunday Ticket on 14 flat screens. Oh, and did I forget to mention live music and dancing on Friday and Saturday nights? Check us out on Facebook for news and event information at facebook.com forward slash eRoadhouse. That's facebook.com forward slash eRoadhouse. The Etiwanda Roadhouse, a gathering spot since 1927. It's the Hollywood Rock and Wrap Up with your host, Jason Hadley, MTV teen mom Janelle Evans was arrested on assault charges following an altercation with her ex-boyfriend. Janelle Evans should feel right at home hanging out behind bars, since hanging out behind bars was how she became a teen mom in the first place. During a performance in Los Angeles, Kelly Clarkson announced her recent pregnancy to the audience. L.A. traffic will compel people to do anything so they can use the carpool lane. 
Discovered to be a member of cheating website AshleyMadison.com, Josh Duggar admitted to a porn addiction and multiple affairs. In response to destroying their TV empire, parents Jim Bob and Michelle are going back to calling it 18 kids and counting. Chris Jenner stepped in to help revitalize her ex-husband's reality show, I Am Kate. Having your ex save your bacon, Caitlin would have felt like half a man before the operation. So I can't imagine how she feels now. No, seriously, I'm, I'm not good with fractions. And that's the Hollywood Rock and Wrap Up. Follow us on Twitter at Rock and Wrap Up. You're listening to the Deadpool Show, starring me, Deadpool. What? What do you mean that's not on the cards? Oh, all right. You're listening to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. <laughs> Chaotic. I'm going to go get some pancakes. Welcome back to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. Tonight, I've got a couple of bearded men in the studio, and we're... Uh... <laughs> been talking about bad movies and good movies that we just hate for, for no reason. Can I name this episode Two Beards and a Jack? <laughs> we'll see. Two Beards, we'll Jack, and a Jack, and a recording booth? We'll see how this last segment goes. Uh, so right now, we're going to talk about video games, uh, franchises that have not yet been made into movies that we would like to see made into movies. Um, and I'll go ahead and kick this one off, guys. Um, so there's this, uh, there's a, it's an upcoming video game. Um, hasn't been made into a movie yet that I don't think. It's called Star Wars Battlefront. If they could turn that <laughs> into a successful movie, seems risky. I think I think that would do. Well, I mean, they're in the mood for spinoffs right now, so yeah, it might happen. You know, could happen. depending on how good this game does, and it's going to do amazing. It is. It looks awesome. It is. Uh, no, in all seriousness, Assassin's Creed, hands down, it's one of my favorite franchises, and I know they've been talking. Like Michael Fassbender's mm-hmm. been talking about making a movie out of it. For a long time now, but nothing has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, that is one that I would just I would if they took all of the weird animus stuff out of it and just <laughs> set it in a period and made it about assassins, I think it would be a phenomenal movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, w- wouldn't Wouldn't you rather see Assassin's Creed? Because I actually thought about this one. Wouldn't Assassin's Creed be better like in the I call it the HBO style of TV? Like give it give it ten episodes of of just. Uh, you know that style of TV, like a Netflix or HBO, or yeah. But see, I like I don't because do of the, the sandbox nature of the. I guess, but I don't do the HBO stuff as much as it, well, number one. I don't have HBO, so I don't get to enjoy it. Um, but well, two, I, I mean, I mean that HBO TV, style. Like, they've they've just, kind of revolutionized yeah, movie movie plus. I like my uh, I like my entertainment quick. <laughs> like I like my uh, my sex. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> 30 seconds and I'm done. No. Uh, and with HBO, it's Poor like the Jojo. slow burn. You know what I mean? Like the like Game of Thrones is immensely popular. I think it's all right, but I don't love it. And I don't know. And my, my take on that, too, I think, especially with Assassin's Creed or any kind of sandbox video game, is that a lot of the, like, the aspects of sandbox video games aren't actually the main story, where the main story would only be an hour and a half, two hour long movie. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, if you want to do all the side met Side blah blah. I can't talk side quests and all that. Yeah, HBO. But I think for our purposes, or Assassin's Creed would be better just as a two-hour-long movie, just the main story, no side stuff. In this episode, our main character chases down pages of Ben Franklin's journal. Because <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm we, watching it. You, see, that's my point. I'm watching see, it. If you see, like with Assassin's Creed, if it gets made into a movie, whereas there's with 
with Game of Thrones, there's a lot of meat. There's a so you can stretch it into that kind of thing. There's a lot of story to tell. A lot of there's just a lot of characters to develop. Assassin's Creed, even if you take the the best character from the franchise, Ezio, who got stretched into like three or four games, yeah, you could you could develop it into something and really make it something. But let's be honest, if you're going to see an Assassin's Creed movie, you're going to see uh, free running. <laughs> you're going to see some parkour. So it's got to be made by French people. And you're going, yeah, and you're going to see uh, somebody kill a lot of people with a hidden blade. <laughs> That's really what you're going to so, see. So, so would your would your Assassin's Creed movie be about Ezio? Uh, yeah, if I had to pick a character from the franchise to make a movie, Ezio was the most likable character. Because I'll tell you, number one, it was coupled with poor voice acting, so you didn't, mm. you know, it wasn't really that great of a character. You just had fun. It was the first game of the series, so. It was what it was, but Ezio, they took it up a notch, and they made this character that had a unique backstory. It was very likable, you know. And then you go on to like Assassin's Creed Three with Connor, and you're like, "Fuck that guy! I hope he dies." <laughs> it was one of the few games that I played where I was like, "I hope somebody kills the main character that I am." Hope it's in the next game, <laughs> yeah. and I hope I do it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, as far as like, I don't. That's the thing though. I don't know who the fuck I would cast to play oh, Ezio mask, yeah. because you know you want that. You, Authenticity. You, and that's, I'm, I'm not really up to speed on my Italian. Well, actors, it doesn't necessarily so. be Italian. I mean, you could, you could you could whitewash it a little bit. Okay, so Antonio Banderas is what you're saying. <laughs> it's your. <laughs> I'm just trying to picture Antonio say, calling himself uh, <laughs> saying that horrendous name. Yeah. It's your dad, Tori de Frenza. Yeah. <laughs> That's the if I had to whitewash it though, that's the closest I could come. <laughs> that's not even whitewashing either. it, dude. A little bit. Uh, Channing Tatum, gotcha. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they picked with him. You, I will punch you. I in the wouldn't dick. be surprised if they picked him. They wouldn't pick him. For one, I'm, he, I'm he not. Barely, for he can barely it. walk and chew. He's not going to free run. My name is Yeah. <laughs> My name is Etio. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as a director. Who does good period action? Uh, Ridley Scott does, but then it would be – lately he's been, be, he's been be making Russell, some questionable choices. It would be Russell Crowe playing Ezio. It would be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. As Russell Crowe too. Not even, yeah. not even character work. Just him going in there and being Russell Crowe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know on that. I'll have to get back to you. I'll have to, I'll have to Google some stuff. Because my my go to for any kind of stylistic like action movie type like that would be like John Woo, but I was actually thinking th- then John there'd Woo. be yeah. I mean and don't get me Too wrong much wire work. it would work because remember in the game whenever you look for a point to do a leap of faith there's always fucking pigeons on the roof and we know that <laughs> John Woo loves pigeons <laughs> so bingo <laughs> but then he also loves motorcycles shotguns and why can't you use those pistols and you why can't, can't you use those <laughs> this takes place in Renaissance Italy Mike. So? Okay. He's just, he's just like on a wagon that gets split in two. Just Flying like down the highway in a wagon. He's got two yeah. uh, cannon barrel pistols. He's just, just, yeah, he's like using twin crossbows. <laughs> Without even reloading. In slow-mo. In slow-mo. Yeah. Oh, see, is it sad that I would so throw $12 to see that? Oh, I'd see it, no, I'd see it in 3D. <laughs> the arrows are coming at me. So that, that's my choice. I would, I would just – I would love to see that in movie format. Okay. Who's next? I'll go. Um, we we discussed it. Uh, I think kind of going Blaine's direction with HBO, a Mass Effect series, kind of like you said with Game of Thrones with Mass Effect, 
having being three games and each game is a fucking lifetime to beat. Oh, they're massive. <laughs> yeah, um, there's so many characters, stories. There's, there's a mass of story. Ah, <laughs> huh? 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 Oh, oh, that was, oh. That, you know sorry. that joke had quite an effect on me. Ah, <laughs> uh, 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 we're dumb. We're, we'll be we'll be here we'll be here for another twenty minutes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I think because uh, kind of like Blaine said, um, with Assassin's Creed it might not work, but with Mass Effect, there's just so much shit mm-hmm. that could be multiple seasons on like an HBO format. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as uh, actors, I really I've thrown it around in the past too. Who would play? If one, it would be a male or female Shepard. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I think they would go male. Not to be you know sexist, I just think they would go male. Um, and then it's, also a problem with true. yeah a problem with um, the series too. I know I think we've talked about it. and I've you know, heard other people talk about it. Is this the 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 format of the game of making choices, and a lot of those choices having like a, an effect on the series? What choices would the directors and the writers make, got, or make multiple? I've got versions? something for you. It would be unique, right? Give it to me. So instead of this 3D shit, how about a choose your own movie, <laughs> right? <laughs> I've where, heard of where that. The audience, they is, actually... everybody has a dial. It gets to a certain point in the movie, and then it's your just vote. like, <laughs> should he do this or this? And everyone votes, and then based on the majority, it goes that Have way. Have you seen people do that on YouTube? No. There's like no, certain little awesome. YouTube stories where like they'll come to a point in it, and it's like little one-minute clips. And at that point, you get to pick what they do, and they have like a bunch of different videos that are linked together. Anyway, but by, by, by the way, that that's a brilliant way to really milk the shit out of the movie industry. Like because in, you know people would go back to try you, to see it. You're like, no, way. I didn't yeah. want yeah. it that way. Yeah, and you you walk in there and go, okay, are we gonna press a B when we get? <laughs> no, well, then fuck you guys. <laughs> that would actually, you know, you're right. If if a studio wanted to make money. Because oh, yeah. you know fanboys would go oh, back. Just piss them oh, off. They say, "Well, I'm gonna wait till I get the fucking DVD. <laughs> <laughs> then it'll be my." Story. They could brag about how there's for all the choices. <laughs> yeah, they could brag how there's 900 different combinations or some shit. Yeah. You know, and you release the DLC two months down the road. All right, of course, but but I think an HBO approach. The only issue with that I would see is um the fans who because are you on that thing online the, um, the Mass Effect group yeah yeah. People on this bitch and moan and yell at each other about the different choices, like who they should have killed Caden or Ashley. And, and but actually, that would work really well for if it were a series because of the way social media is so interactive nowadays. They could, you could, yeah. they I just mean, set I know, it up. I know they film everything way in advance, but if they if they ran it a little tighter, they could make you decisions know, on the fly. Have that episode end and then throw it out to social media. Hey, what should happen? In this <laughs> Who's scenario? not coming back next season? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah, they could, and they then could. people could vote on it, and then they could film that scenario or whatever, and continue or, the story. That or way. even because I know there's um a lot of like the the quote unquote big choices that really affect the universe, and maybe they could do a season, and the season ends when that choice is about to be made. Give it, you know, some time, see how the, the fans react, begin the new season with that choice being made. And then in the in the series finale, you have three different endings because <laughs> the first and two then, were, and then weren't the extra one when no one likes it. Yeah. <laughs> But, I think I think that could work because I think you know uh, and audiences would feel like they had a hand in mm-hmm. which you, you know like, did you've stumbled on a mo- money milking pit dude I know holy oh, Christ I actually do think that your next stop is the patent office yes. I, I do think the idea of going <laughs> right? in, I, I honestly do think the idea of going into a theater I've taken a live broadcast off the air because <laughs> I don't want this spread <laughs> destroy the evidence no I actually that, that that's a brilliant idea because you really if you think about it from a business standpoint. 
the fanboys who want to see their way would oh, yeah. go back to the theater the oh, next yeah. day. And they'd bring like 12 of their friends yeah. that could influence the you voting. Would, that would be the big, fucking voting B, dickhead. Be <laughs> and then they get, and then you get all the trolls coming in saying, we're going to ruin this movie. Totally. <laughs> yeah. We're going to make them renegade from the start. Then they got to go yeah. back outside, buy a ticket, yeah. and come in and try it again. Yeah. I, I, I totally think... was about to bring up something dark. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think someone walking with a gun. Yeah. We're picking B, motherfucker. I was about to say, I think that while attending might increase theater My, shootings would also, also increase. increase as well <laughs> that'd be great at the very end you're about to pick the big choice that everyone goes a one guy motherfucker <laughs> yes storms dude. out just yes. pissed demands yes. his money back yes <laughs> how could you let him live <laughs> i'm telling you this actually is, so much better <laughs> this is the new tv man this is it anyway <laughs> this is gonna like increase the aggressor population oh, yeah. although it's like in certain scenarios it would be nice to take the the ego out of it because i'm going to give you an example okay last samurai love the fucking movie don't think tom should have lived at the at the end of it but it, if you had one of those where i'm sure his i'm sure tom had some say <laughs> in, whether- in the you know i feel like I, I feel like i should walk away from this one <laughs> really, but but it, you're the white guy, like all the Japanese people. Do. Yeah, you know what? It's called the Last Samurai. There's got to be a last one, right? That's me. Okay, Tom. Like if you could have people <laughs> vote on it, listen, and then they could at the end they could be like, yeah, I think you should die. They would take some of the ego out of <laughs> Make it. Make the cool Japanese yeah. guy live at the end. Yeah. Right. So anyway, back to but the Mass Effect I think would be a cool series, and um, again making the choices, even casting a male or female shepherd. Well, I mean, even that. Would, I mean, casting would be hard as hell because it's a it's a you put on your persona, create your own main character mm-hmm. kind of game. So. Yeah, it is one of those. So the casting, I think, would actually be pretty fucking easy because it could be, it could be literally anybody. anybody. Yeah. So. Or you could try or, to do the first person route and just make it all a first person movie. That would be hard. Difficult to watch. Yeah, hell, no, no. Yeah, I couldn't do that. I, I hate all the like films that are like, oh, we have lost footage. <laughs> you know, like, lost I, footage, massive. Yeah, movie. that's I, this is making me dizzy. Lazy. <laughs> uh, my other video game, though. Uh, to those who've heard of it, would be a Pixar-made Conker's Last Fur Day that is advertised <laughs> yeah. as a Pixar movie. And uh, if you have never played the game, well, obviously you haven't lived, but uh, <laughs> was it uh, it's the N64? Nintendo yeah. 64, then they yeah. remade it exactly the same game uh, for Xbox 360 or X- regular Xbox? I think regular, Xbox. regular Xbox. They have a, on Xbox One... You could download it. They now. have a, like a bundle pack mm-hmm. of games and Conker is in there. Yeah, but so if I'm sure everyone who's listening has played Diddy Kong Racing. If you remember Conker, the little squirrel who drove the white car, I believe. Little cute squirrel. He had his own spin off game. And um if I remember correctly, it was actually gonna be a very innocent game and then something happened where <laughs> where um it what was it rareware was pretty much like, ah yeah. fuck you Nintendo. <laughs> and so the game's like about the cute little squirrel and it starts with him having a hangover. And the entire game is just vulgar and obnoxious. Well, they, they you literally battle a giant piece of shit <laughs> and kill it by throwing toilet paper at it. And then there's the <laughs> Matrix. Yeah, and there's Saving Private yeah, Ryan. All the pop culture like yep. movie references. Yeah. It's a great game. And it's just amazing and it's absolutely unexpected um, if you think you're buying a nice game for your child. Why is this cartoon rated M for mature? <laughs> um, but I think it would be amazing if Pixar made it with their good quality film and, and advertise it as a Pixar film. That this cute squirrel is having an adventure, and it comes out, and parents around the world are shocked when they take their kids. To uh, it. I don't, I don't want to burst your bubble, Mike, but I think that's more of a DreamWorks kind of job. 
Sure. Whatever. <laughs> I don't think Pixar is going to Pixar. Put of course, Pixar wouldn't bring it, like, <laughs> get it, but still, I think just. No, that would because be Pixar would release the family friendly <laughs> version, version of, of it, it, yeah. So it would be like Conker's Bad Fur Day, and it's literally about him having, like, messed Bad hair. Fur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what is he going to do? <laughs> the squirrel has feelings. Uh, so. <laughs> Squirrels are people too. I love the the screen caps of uh, Conker's Bed for a Day on on Google are awesome. Like like there's like a crab or an ant or something. He tells him to fuck off. <laughs> yep, that's uh, about right. So Danny, what do you got? Hope uh, she's rich because she ain't cute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I want to see uh, a true to form Halo movie, and I know it's been in like development hell hell ever since uh, the first one came out and and you're not and you're not talking like the like forward into dawn kind of no. I mean I, I liked I liked forward into dawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't like the last one that came out Nightfall or whatever it was called. That was terrible. Um but I know they're just trying to build up uh, the next game. Um but no, I want to see like a combat evolved uh movie come out and I know they were trying to do it a couple of years back and I heard uh, Denzel Washington was attached to play chief. Wait, what? Yeah. I that was in the early days. Yeah, early days. When he could still move. That's 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 as bad as Nicolas Cage playing Superman. <laughs> I don't know those photos. Those photos. No. Um, no. But no, I think it'd just be really really cool. I mean, make it practical as practical as you can make it. I mean, there's only so much you can do with space. But um, I I yeah, I love to see it. and I mean, you don't even have to make it about Chief. You can make it about Noble Team or if, it, see, if it was up to me, I wouldn't make it about Chief. I would make no. Chief a background actor. Yeah, I like do a background I, character. Um, where you see him pass. So more like ODST, the movie? Yeah, ODST, the movie, kind of. or Ex- Fall of Reach. I would love to see a Fall of Reach Fall of movie. Reach movie would be great. Ex- the only problem, I loved ODST, but the problem with that game is that it pretty much makes Master Chief look like there's nothing special about him. I agree, actually. He's an ODST shock trooper, but you can pick up a fucking turret and walk <laughs> around with it like you're the Master Chief. And it's like, mm-hmm. I actually remember thinking that thing. But uh, the, the movie, I think Master Chief would be a supporting character. Yeah. Um, and they focus on another group. I think that would be good. Because even though the Master Chief is a good character, and I've read one or two of the, the prequel books, he is kind of, um, not to make a not like a weird joke, but kind of like a Superman. He is overall kind of an uninteresting character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the other characters in the games that kind of make it an interesting game. Um, so I think him as a background character would be a better movie. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Fall of Reach. I would love to see a Fall of Reach movie. That would be amazing. For that cast. But I was going to say, when you were saying that it, you know, there's only so much you can do with space as far as practical effects, I disagree with that because a lot of those games don't take place necessarily in, in space. space yeah. yeah, they're about space. They're in the future. But you could practical effects the oh, shit yeah. out of that and it would mm-hmm. be great. Not that they would, but yeah, they could. Yeah, but I just don't want to see like CG armor. I want to see like you don't want to see Halo, you know, Attack of the Clones. Yeah, pretty much <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's exactly what I don't want to see. <laughs> no, uh, but like what they did for Forward Unto Dawn. I mean, they got mm-hmm. the armor, they got the the warthog just looking amazing and awesome. Uh, but if we can see that with uh, like a team of Spartans in Fall of Reach, that'd be great. Sadly, I agree with you, but I think if they ever got the movie off the ground, it would be heavy, heavy CG. Oh yeah. Um, I'm all about not CG. I like, you know, real effects. Uh, it you could clearly tell a difference. Well, I mean, and, for like the Covenant, you would have to use CG because they can do so much, and you can't true have an somebody in a costume doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. There, there's a point. Like, of course, you have to use some CG, especially in the sci-fi genre. But like some well, of these it, movies, it's just it would kind of be it would be like uh, Avengers cap, yeah. in that regard. Yeah. Like you, yeah, your your cast would be. 
doing their thing. But then, yeah, when you get to like the big, massive battle scenes, mm-hmm. yeah, all the bad guys are probably going to be CG. Yeah, but, and, and that's fair. And, that, and that's okay. As long as the entire environment isn't, you know, yeah, see, I mean? and that's that's where I I just kind of have that fear is that since that the movie's been built up for so long and everyone wants to see it, I have a feeling whoever decided to direct it would just kind of take that shortcut. Like we need to make this epic, the same like you said, Attack of the Clones. We need to make this as epic as we can, and then just fucking you know rain CG on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I think it'd be better without it. With like you said, the Avenger comparison, I think that'd be great. But I just have a feeling if it ever got made, whoever was directing it would just go overboard. Do you have a do you have a director in mind? Uh, depending on how he does on Star Wars, J.J. Abrams. I was thinking the same. Um, yeah, lens flare the fuck out of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the game, there's a lot of lens flare. <laughs> so he would love to. Sh- the way. lens flare YouTube videos are exceptional. <laughs> uh, so like every time Cortana appears, lens flare. Oh God. Um. Um. Who else? Uh, who was I thinking? Um. Yeah, you I'd would mention think... you would mention who you would pick for Cortana. Right? Yeah, uh, Charisma Carpenter. If they do it about Chief, then yeah, definitely Charisma Carpenter as Cortana. Because not only does she have the look, she has the voice. Um, yeah, I think a movie um, could also, if they do it right, could um, be about Cortana. Um, she's actually a very interesting character mm-hmm. with a, a, a vast history before she even meets the Chief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Good. And and no, I mean yeah, JJ runs okay. And then. Who is your – who is if if it was going to focus on Master Chief, who is your Master Chief? Um, I was thinking Carl Urban just because – I mean you don't really even need a voice, but he has that gruff kind of mm-hmm. I've been fighting for a long time kind of voice. And, yeah. and we know he doesn't have the ego where he has to have his face shown in a movie. <laughs> yeah. So um, – and if – look, hypothetically, guys, <laughs> if the movie were to be made and J.J. were to direct uh, – it's a, a good possibility that Carl could be that role since they have that relationship already <laughs> yep. from Star Trek. So it's a possibility in this fake fake world we're making. <laughs> I love this world. <laughs> um, Blaine, you got one? I know we're almost out of time. I, you know, um, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> You just don't play video games. You, you know, don't, I, you don't want to see a WoW. Uh, I want to see a, a WoW movie. I, 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 I wouldn't mind seeing a Warcraft. I would, but movie. I would only want to see. It. I would only want to see a Warcraft again. And this is just where I've gone with my life. I would want to see a real action Warcraft TV show. They call that okay. LARPing. Yeah. Well, you know, and, <laughs> if it was and, based on the original game, because none of those fuckers who play WoW know about the original game. I talked to some of those fucks. You know what? I don't even really care about that as much because I just I think that. Then, then, then that's fine. We can agree <laughs> to disagree because you're wrong most of the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. I agree. Yeah, because you, you, there's so much you could do with it, and there's you know the the, the cult aspect of things, and um, you know again, I love the interactivity, and with with TV shows, there's so many cool things you could do. Like, should this guy live or die? I mean, I don't know why. I don't know why Game of Thrones doesn't do that right now. Like, why doesn't every TV show have a, a vote? You know. Hey, uh, this person's gonna, you know, like I, I would make a TV show, like play three episodes, and then, and then, t- and then have you vote on some shit, and then in like a month we'll come back and we'll do three more, and then I, I would just, you can have so much fun. There's so much accessibility now, mm-hmm. um, and I think some, you could try that with these. some shows have tried to do it, and I don't know if they've succeeded or failed. I know, like, um, I want to say like Hawaii Five O did that. With something maybe yeah, I, it was I, like a they actually show did for sure. they did a no 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 but it's like, like a beta yeah, test on a the, stupid show current though. oh wow the current Hawaii Five O where they did like a they let everyone pick 
the episode. Like it was like this person is the killer and this was the reason and this was the thing. Like so they, they, they clued they, the shit they out did, of they did, a, they did a fan-picked episode basically. So wow. and so I mean it works. My my thing with even though I'm on board with the whole making the fans choose, I am on board. A thought occurred to me right now that part of interesting stories is not giving the fans what they want. Um, Game of Thrones fans when but Ned Stark people died. are often so divided you're you're not gonna please everybody oh of course but I mean like when Ned Stark died that was a universal hatred like of dude spoilers <laughs> season one <laughs> <laughs> but like when when he died everyone loved him and and, and so if you let, left that to a vote granted I like the voting idea but if you left that to a vote yeah. he wouldn't have died in the yeah there's there's definitely it. holes in your you know little I mean? side theory here yeah. because like the Red Wedding you have women crying and and dudes going fuck you you know like eat them meet their hearts so you know if you flip it and don't do the red wedding the way they did it the you know the 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 guys are like they're like pissed you know but the, yeah. but the women are like oh my but god they don't live. but that's the thing like you don't have to do it with every no of course every of course, scenario yeah. and some stuff i think you do have to leave up to because the, here's the other problem with letting people vote is that you have to let them know what they're voting on so, so the, whereas the, the surprise, red wedding yeah. kind of comes – unless you've read the books. As a shock, yeah. You know, it comes out of left field. But yeah, in order to be like, should we kill Ned Stark or not? You're like, wait, what? 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 Yeah, wait a second. What? Why, why are we doing this? <laughs> yeah. wait, why, why well, that's it, the problem with Game of Thrones. I mean there's there's a previously established story that we're now putting to film. I mean you can't just like – I mean that's just like a big F you to George R. R. Martin, which in some regards is fine. But I mean this is his story and – yeah, it's just being transferred to a different media. Yeah, but he hasn't even completed that story, so fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> fuck him and his bearded ass. You know, but didn't uh, going getting back to um uh, to wow, uh, didn't they already made a yeah the movie, a movie mm-hmm. off of off of it? Uh, be based, no, or? based off of the uh, Mist of Pandaria uh, expansion. I think they called it Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda, yeah. correct? Kung so. Fu Panda. Shame. I should have known. I, I was Shame. really thinking that you had something going. Yeah. But <laughs> when they, am I ever serious, Mike? Come on. But they are making a wild movie. Come on. Like seriously, they are. If they, if they are or not, I actually, at, uh, I, uh, Comic-Con. I actually think uh, Blaine was right. I think Warcraft would be a better series than a single movie. Because you know they're just going to make sequels and it's going to get fucking... Mm. Yeah, war. It's called Warcraft. It's just the name of it for 2016. You know, and, and I know, like, from I always think of things from a business standpoint. And I know, you know, spending 100 million dollars or 200 million dollars on a movie and then making a billion—that's always that's a that's a really good prospect for a lot of these people. And then you mm. get to make toys and all that kind of shit. But I mean, you know, what I think they're missing out on in some of these things is some of these cult TV shows, like like Wow. You could put a TV show on a on a on a vid platform like on a youtube platform and say hey look it's 10 bucks a season or 15 bucks a season if you want to watch it and they're gonna they would sell as probably as much or more uh people watching it that way versus uh movies i just i think the way we digest our 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 video media has changed so much i mean don't people already do that with like machinima and everything yeah and there's like online series that do that even yeah. i remember louis ck uh to avoid having people pirate his one of his stand-up specials did like a five dollar buy in online. Yep. And yeah. apparently it sold like fucking I don't know. He made number, several but, million dollars. Yeah, on he that. made tons of money mm-hmm. just because he made it cheaper and more accessible. So no one pirated it, everyone bought it, and yeah, he made a bunch of money. Yeah. Um Really? That works? You, it's you interesting. Don't, you well, don't well, just keep raising the prices <laughs> and expect um, people to come. Radiohead did it uh with uh with uh well, I forget which album it was, but they said, Look, if you don't want to pay for it, don't just download it. But if you do Pay, you know, just pay something. And they gave you like some options, you know, up to like ten bucks or something. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, like ten percent of the people 
um, uh, took it for free. But uh, you know, 90% of the people gave something, and like like 40% of the people paid what would be f- the equivalent of full retail price, and they had zero overhead. So their net net for the sales of the album was like like 150% more than they would have made had they sold it through traditional outlets. Mm. Makes sense if you think about it. Mm. Um, then again, them Radiohead fans are fucking weird. <laughs> that's some sad bunch right there. So getting back to this uh, Warcraft movie that's coming out next year, apparently. Um, an all-star cast, guys. You guys are going to love this. Um, so Dominic Cooper is in it. Yeah. All right. Uh, other big names. Toby Kebble, um, Travis Fimmel, Paula Patton, guys, is all over this. Uh, ben Foster is actually. Oh, I like Ben Foster. Oh, okay. um, and those of you that maybe aren't familiar with Ben Foster's work, he played uh, Angel in X Men uh, Last Stand. So there's that. Uh, <laughs> moving right along, Clancy Brown is in this. Mr. Krabs. Yeah. Or the Kurgan, as I know him. Oh. Um, or. Playing Black Hand, whatever that means. Um, and then the rest of these names, I've never heard of any of these fucking people. So there you go. Um, it's going to be a straight-to-DVD thing. I mean, when your star power is resting on Clancy Brown. Paula Patton. Yeah. I don't even know who that is. I don't either. <laughs> I've heard of Toby Kemmel. <laughs> Neither do I. You're thinking Paula Poundstone. Yeah, Paula Poundstone. There you go. Paula Patton has been in such big films as Two Guns and Hitch and Sure. Oh, she was in Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. There you go. Oh, okay. Yeah, now, okay. I got you now. <laughs> Mike's still like... No, I know who she is. Oh, okay. I was... No, I look, I love Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. I know exactly who she is based on the picture that IMDb <laughs> showed me. She's but uh, Not by name. Yeah, not by name. No, fuck that. I've never seen Deja Vu. But that's because I'm not a big Denzel fan. I have seen Two Guns, however, yeah. but I don't remember her from that <laughs> Again, movie. Again, I don't remember her from Denzel. So, I don't even remember Two Guns. But you said – who did you said you know? The name Travis Femmel? No, Toby that? Kebble. I've heard his name before. To- oh, Toby Kebble. Kebbles and Bits. <laughs> Damn it. You got me. I was like <laughs> – Is he, he going to be in uh, X-Men, the next he X-Men? Was in, uh, he was in Prince of Persia. Oh, yes. Dawn of Planet of the Apes. Yes. Ro- Rock and Rolla. And he's also in – Wrath uh, of the Titans. Wrath of the Titans, yes. And uh, oh, that it's that guy. Yeah, he that looks guy. like Kibbles I and Bits. I fucking know that guy yeah. because he was in the the new Fantastic Four. And I was like, hey, it's that guy. Why does Hollywood keep trying to make that guy a thing? <laughs> <laughs> he is like I've seen him in a lot of things, and it's it's one of those where it's like, why why do you guys keep trying? <laughs> he was also in the, yeah, he was in the uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice too. Yeah, w- was he? Yeah, he played the the mm-hmm. evil well, Nicholas Cage movie. The sorcerers of off topic. Every time I see a new trailer for a Nick Cage movie, they just all his career really took a n- and it's, they're all like one words like knowing or stealing or something the stupid. Thing is, like I know that. he takes heat, like I don't mind him as an actor, but all of his movie choices as like in the last five years have just been fucking obnoxious. Okay, but sure, but Netflix has this video, this movie, and I want you to. I'm just gonna throw the star power at you guys and tell me. That you do not want to see this movie. I got my Google fingers on. <laughs> I'm trying, it's called Outcast. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Starring Nicolas Cage and Hayden Christensen. Oh my God. Okay. Actually, I put that on the other day. That's horrible. And I no, I put it on while I was working on something, and I didn't watch it at all, so I have no idea what it's about. But I did actually play it, and I was 
it was just like background Dude, noise. I feel, look, Derek and I have had a conversation. We are going to watch this at some point together and review no. it. Can uh, I be there? We, we, we need to make a party out of this is what it is. I'm sure there's going to be a fucking drinking game involved uh, anytime that I won't participate in. There has to be gluing <laughs> eyelids open. <laughs> anytime Cage does the <laughs> but I'm Or real, hitting Christians in Christ. Yeah, it'll have to be – we'll have to pick something, one aspect of both performers, and every time they do it, <laughs> there's a drink. I think this is on the on – the, uh, this is really close to like a Lemon Party type movie. Like you know, you know at LemonParty.org? You know, yes. been there? I think so. Uh, yeah, lemon. It, this is. Uh, I think so. I think I get right to the point where I think I still want to watch this rather than LemonParty.org, but it's really close, <laughs> really close. Well, that that would be a movie. I, I really hope people are looking at LemonParty.org. Terrible actors in one movie. I think they should do that. It'd be insulting to the actors, but I think it would be a very fun goal. But well, look, look though. I, here's the thing that uh, the director of this movie. Okay, he has a number. Of credits to his name as stunt coordinator. Um, <laughs> he has literally directed nothing other than this movie, but he's been in everything as a stunt coordinator, like Batman, Last Samurai, Born Identity. So, so at least we know it's going to be his, exciting. What's his name? He knows his action, apparently. He knows how to sword as, fight. He knows, yeah, he knows how to fight. His and name's the, Nick Powell. Oh, I know Nick Powell. Yeah, he did the uh, choreography for Revenge of the Sith. Did he? I think he did. It's a weird reference. <laughs> if it's the guy I'm thinking of. Which would explain the uh, Hayden Christensen <laughs> connection. Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, I'm trying. I'm looking here. I don't see. When did, uh, when did Revenge of the Sith come out? 2005? 2004? But it was the 2000s? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, Jesus. I'm not seeing it here. I'm not no, seeing maybe it, it wasn't him. He, hey. X-Men Last Stand, guys. All right. <laughs> yes. This guy's a winner. And Tristan and Isold. And <laughs> Cinderella Man. And 28 Days Later. Ballistic X versus Seven. All right. Woo! This guy's worked on some great films. <laughs> As a stunt coordinator. <laughs> so obviously he can direct, right? Yeah. If the movie's just swinging a weapon, yeah, he can do it. Well, he can, he, look, he can direct action. And I think based on their track records – these two actors really can't do much more than that, and they can barely do that. So, put, just avoiding dialogue put, altogether. Put the bunny down. <laughs> Why couldn't you just put the bunny down? <laughs> oh Christ! Well, we're out of time on that note, guys. Unfortunately, this is just getting funny. I hate to have to end a show on a Nicolas Cage reference, but whatever. <laughs> <Whoa>! <laughs> so that happened, um, gentlemen. Thank you so much for being here. That no, was fun. Yeah. And uh, Blaine, thank you again for coming. Anytime. You know, John was busy being at the beach or something with his wife. I don't know. Whatever. What an asshole. Oh, Jesus Christ. What a schmuck. So, anyway. I'm sorry, there was silence there. I was just watching Danny mouth along with the words of this song. And nobody puts Danny in a corner. So, there you go. Um, this has been the Jack of All Nerds, guys. We will talk at you later. Bye.